quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart dare not discuss. But two brave, uninformed souls have the brass to tackle every extraordinary happenstance from the modern age to the dawn of Mantis. This. <laughs> <laughs> Amateurs. <laughs> Amateur hour over here. <laughs> yep. Welcome to Don Amantis. If you like what you're hearing, go ahead and go to www.donamantis.com. Also, you can find us on Twitter at Don Amantis. Joe, how's it going tonight? It's going good. How are you? Good. Introductions are in order. I'll let you do that again. Okay. Go. My name is Joe. Yes, we have a guest tonight, Joe. Oh, yeah. We have a, I'm just kidding. You forgot so soon. Yeah, man. This is for the third time, only the third time so far. We get to actually do an interview, and it's it's my, my good friend and co-worker, strongman Cody Templeton. How are you doing? Welcome to the podcast, Thank Cody. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. I hope you're not uh, intimidated by this state-of-the-art, world-class <laughs> studio. A little bit. Yeah. Little bit. You know, it's it's all the nerd stuff. I think the nerd stuff would make any you know anyone kind of feel at home a little bit, so I'm glad we have all this stuff. You know, we got He-Man, Aliens, all this stuff. Yeah. Well, um, you're into, like, for, when Cody first walked in, he was just like, Castle Grayskull! Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I'm a, I was like... I'm I'd, a closet nerd. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, so I've said this on a podcast before. Whenever they the Big Bang Theory guys were trying to uh, get on air, the studio exec said, it's not going to work. It's too nerdy. And the response that probably got it green-lighted was, everyone's a nerd about something, and people are going to people are gonna look at these guys and say, hey, that's cool. And, that, and totally... <laughs> Totally. Yeah, that's what sure. I mean. That's probably wasn't the exact words that got a green lit. But he probably said something better than that. But I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, everyone's a, a nerd about it. I mean, what's your what's your what's the thing you're nerdiest about? You think? Mm, that's tough. Uh, <laughs> growing up as a kid, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, oh that's there you awesome. go, baby. Yeah, that's mm. awesome. So you probably the original, like what eighty eight? It was a comic before that, I guess. Right. But yeah, eighty eight. It was a lot so. darker. Yeah, it, yeah, that's what yeah. I've heard. I've never really looked into that, but I heard it was darker. The black and white, it's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's cool. They, did they actually like cut up people and stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. And then they had to totally PG, <laughs> Yeah. not even PG-13, they had to PG it for, for yeah. play, playmates and all Saturday that stuff. Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. yeah. We're just oh. all about getting pizza and <laughs> cowabunga. <laughs> we don't even cut up people anymore, guys. <laughs> no, that's the old days. We're those old black and white days. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't know that. See, we're already learning. I love it. Man, I feel I I don't have a single piece of uh, of that memorabilia in no here. No turtle power in here, I'm man. I'm sorry, man. Oh, you got man. Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, true. Ghostbusters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's quite hey, if you ever get time, there's a there's a website called listen to a movie.com. It's like I'm plugging them, but I'm not, but uh sort of am, I guess. But they ha- but you can listen to movies, just the audio version. So if you're ever on a trip, you can do that. But I listen to the audio commentary of ghostbusters and it had like the original directors and writers and that was super interesting that's cool they said they were all they they rented like a a house and all their families stayed together so all day they would write the script and then at night they would go out to eat together and it it was like a three-month time and they were saying it's like some of the best times of their lives that they just wrote all this stuff um (laughs) because he's they all you know ivan reitman harold ramis yeah i mean just legends um you just can you imagine all this was there yeah they, that, would, that took a rewrite. Ackroyd wrote like a really dark, speaking of dark, 
he wrote like a really dark version, like almost like seances and people dying and stuff. I heard about that. Yeah, it was going to wow. be like a dark comedy. And wow. uh, Belushi was supposed to. Yeah, Belushi. Yeah, yeah that's but right. Bill, he died. Yeah, uh, which yeah. took over. Which part was he going to be? Bill Murray's Vakeman. No way. Yeah, yeah he was. Bankman. They wrote it for him. That's awesome. Yeah. But then they not said, that he died. But I mean that <laughs> you know that he was going to. But didn't they didn't they say that Slimer was? Didn't they try to make Slimer look like Belushi and eat like Belushi? Yeah, I think yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, that's awesome. Which seems like that. But I mean, those guys are super funny. It seems like that's disrespectful. But I mean, they're like friends with them, so right. I'm sure he would have been honored like to be Slimer. So All that right. that proves right there, like like looking at Cody, looking at you, like you're a, a giant dude. But that's like right proves what you said. Everybody has a little bit of nerd in them. You should probably clarify that because we did the Guinness World Book of Records and we were talking about the world's fattest man. <laughs> so when you call him yeah. big, you should tell the people, you know, well, like radio, they we, can't see, man. We've already said strong man. I love oh, how that's you true. That's remember. True. Talk about Slimer and then <laughs> some fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, sir, would not call you any such thing. But yesterday at a subway, I did accidentally call a, a good, this guy, uh, a six, at least six and a half feet tall black dude that was making my sandwich. I don't know why I said it, but he said, you know, here's your change. And I said, uh, or he said, is that all? And I said, yes, ma'am. Oh. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Oh. And even the other subway guy behind goes, oh. <laughs> And I was like, hey, oh, and I, Cody, I used you as an excuse. I was like, I'm tired, man. I just worked out and uh, I don't know. Right tired. So, yeah, let's, man, I feel like this is a cool opportunity for me and Ivan to get a window into a world that we would never, ever get a window that's into. Right. That, I think that's what the world's about. Like, you know, you need to meet as many people as you can and talk to cool people as many as you can. Because they have a view on the world that you, that you'll never see, right. and we need to we need to look in those windows, and, yeah. and you know, um, and that broadens your horizons, and you know that sounded way better than it should have. <laughs> broadens your horizons, <laughs> uh, but I, you know, anyway, whatever for whatever whatever that means. Well, and like Cody and I were talking before we we started recording, and uh, it's weird. Every once in a while, you'll bump into someone that you just automatically feel comfortable with can you uh, yeah. yeah and cody was like hell we've known each other what two weeks three weeks yeah and so literally the first time we even bumped into each other at work we you know we ended up talking for like half an hour yeah and uh that's so you were awesome. one of those dudes that's automatically like oh i feel like i've known this cat forever right. so he came so, straight here and told me that's how that's how buzzy was he's like man i met the coolest dude today. So, <laughs> you know hey dudes don't do that a lot right, right i mean right. I, I mean well maybe some dudes do but we don't <laughs> I met the coolest cat today. (laughs) Cat? Yeah, Yeah, man. So this is like all I've forever. I've watched these strongman competitions and stuff. And so, yeah, man, when I found out when Cody told me, when you told me that, that that's what you did, uh, I was, that's why I told Ivan this, we got to jump on this. Like we got to talk to this dude about this world. And so, uh, see, and I misunderstood whenever he said strongman, I guess I was thinking tough man competitions. A lot of people get that. Oh, yeah. okay. But, but I mean, I heard strongman, but I processed tough man. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, man, we're going to have a guy in here that beats the hell out of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, I still can, but no. Oh, uh, does this question sound okay? Where was your first vacation? You know, it's like, I don't like that question. Okay. Next question. <laughs> well, no. So, okay. If, okay. For someone that's listening that might not. Hundred percent no or something, then tell them what you do, man. Tell there them what go. tell them what a strong man does. And I pick up things and put them down. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> He's like, next question. Hey, there's something to be said for answering a question short, sweet, to the point, and where everyone, mama always said things where I could understand them. I'm looking at my watch like, this is going to be a nine-minute yeah. podcast. All no, right. I, I, actually, I actually love that answer because it's like, that's what he does. I mean, yeah. But I mean, what types of things and what types of challenges? No, it's everything. Oh, to me, being a strong man is just not about being able to lift heavy weights. I need to be strong in everything. Strong in being a father, a friend, mentally, physically. It's everything. Being yeah. able to take it. Uh, you, it's it's spiritual to me. It's what keeps me going. It's. Uh, I tell my wife all the time. It's my muse. It's who I. If I cheat on her, it's with the gym. It's with the weights, and it's my passion. It's. I can't describe the feeling for it, but what it does, it's spiritual. Well, that's a way better answer than even the first. I mean, that's awesome. Are you that's, sure you haven't done this before? That was good, man. He's on a tour circuit talking about I know. this stuff. It sounds, that's what it sounds like. That's an awesome answer. I got to tell you, I so and this was a great idea. Cody called me up day before yesterday. Uh, you It's when you asked me to, to come with you to the gym. Yes, sir. And so I did, man. I got to tell you what, like, what's that saying? Like, you're not growing unless you get out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. Because my knee-jerk reaction to everything is I don't want to do anything new or, or scary or yeah. different. So two things happened yesterday, both because of you, Cody. First off, and this makes me sound like a, a huge puss, but I don't care. I have this huge fear of needles, right? Yesterday I had this – I had to go to the doctor. I had to get blood work. The last time that happened, and this is not like, – I got my physical, then it came time for the blood work, and the lady said, did you fast the 12 hours like mm. you were supposed to? And I had, but I saw the needle, and I was like, no, <laughs> I forgot. You turned into a common liar. <laughs> yeah, and she goes, oh, you if you had anything to eat, you won't be able to do this. And I was like, oopsie, you know, so I bailed. Yeah, and so yesterday, I go through the physical, I'm sitting down, I see the needle, and she's like, did you not eat anything? And I, was, I saw Cody... Saw Cody's face being like, don't be a little bitch, you know? Man up. Yeah. So I was like, no, ma'am, I have not. You know, and I'm all breathing heavy, and she's like, I'm it's proud of you. It's, she's like, it's good to just look we away. Gotta face those fears, man. Dude, yeah. I, I look, I watched. I was like, I'm going to watch. So I watched him put the needle oh, in. I don't even do that. I hate, I, I did that. it, dude. I was like, yeah. I just got to do it. I always it. tell him, I'm like, don't count. I don't want the countdown thing. You know, three, two, one, poke. It's like, no, I don't want that. It's like, just kind of randomly talk about your son and how cool he is, and then just, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, so that, the lady's awesome at there at the clinic. Yeah. She was great. I didn't even feel it. Yeah. So that was first thing. So I, I came out of there like. That's good. Man, I feel great. And then the next thing was I went and trained with you. I went yeah. and trained with Cody. And uh, and I know, dude, I don't want people to think that I went in there and strongman trained because I could not do that. I would die. But you did. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Just to show you. Right. Like we lifted for 20 minutes and I was about to die. And then Cody's like, okay, we're warmed up. And I'm like, what? So, uh, but dude, you know, I, I went in there saying I got to go in 45 minutes, but I'd stayed for an hour and a half. And uh, it was nuts. It, it was cool that I did that. I'm glad you asked me to do that because it gave me a window of like, this guy's a freaking. Okay. Yeah. That's my first question to you. Or maybe it might be my next question. How. How was it like going from this person you are now? Because you're just like super nice, super well-mannered, good dude. Thank you. What happened to turn you into that beast that was in the gym last night? Because that guy was red in the face and was screaming and was like, this It was it could not be more night and day. Like when this dude, like when you were in your element, dude, it was insane. So what is it like going from those two like total polar opposites? 
uh, I've been lifting for 12 years now. And you have to develop at least that's, I can't just go into the gym and lift weights. I, we've all had something bad happen to us in our whole life. And I, uh, I've learned to flip that switch and okay. to go from this guy to that guy. And I have, to, I can, I've trained myself to just turn it on. And when I have to get there, it's there. And when we were done with the set, I flipped it back over. We're joking. We're laughing. Yeah. But when it's time to get to work, I have to, because I can't do that job. That's my job. It's lifting. It's a job. It's, yeah. you know, I don't take it lightly. So, but I reach into, you know, the past and anything. It can be any little thing triggers me. This person said this or that, or this has happened to me. Well, I'm going to show them. I'm going to do this. And I just use it. It's motivation. Wow. So you're, so That's awesome. you're kind of thinking of unpleasant things, right? I think of, I go real dark. I get really? super dark. Yeah. But then, the, but then do you think the rest of your day, you don't go dark because you had that time to kind of get it out? I tell, well, I think I told Joey, I'd be in prison if I didn't. Really? I, I'm, it takes out so much of the aggression and anger. And I have a lot wow. of it. I mean, just, sure. I guess I'm an angry guy. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? You found a way to channel it right. into something that's awesome and, and productive. I, yeah. And yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, everyone needs, you know, an outlet. And that's just, that's yours. And that's, but I mean, it sounds like to me, yours is incredibly healthy because not only does it make you healthy, but it's just very few people like, Rate, get get all that out in a short session, you know, at that level. Right. And I, w- I won't leave until it's out. Really? Right. Wow. That's amazing. See, I hold it all in until I'm in traffic one day and someone cuts me. I'm like, <laughs> I'll kill you and your kids, you son! You know what I mean? Right. So you, what you're doing is, is way more productive. <laughs> I like to think so. Well, so what's your opinion on, I, I know you probably, um, you probably even do this. What's your opinion on like meditation? Like, is that kind of like the opposite, would you say, in a way? Well, I, I'd meditate a lot. Yeah. And guys who I work with, Joey probably not so much knows this, but an hour before I go into the gym, I get off work at four, but I have a little break there at three, and I'll go into the back room by myself, and all I'm thinking about is what I'm doing today. I'm not thinking about what happened here. What uh, It's all getting in the moment, yeah. getting my sure. mind right, because if that's not right, your mind, your thoughts become everything in reality. Sure. So once yeah. I get that right... The rest just it takes care of itself, but I have to mentally, because you know I'm I'm not 20 years old anymore. I'm 34, so I've got to have everything ready for going into battle. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny. Athletes, uh, especially at your level, they talk about how like in any sport, almost any like 40 years old. That's kind of the line. Like oh, 40 years old. Sometimes 35. There, especially if you're like an NFL running back, you know that's like the downhill slope. You're not as fast as you were. You're not, you know, for us, kind of more normal, you know, not athlete guys. Uh, to me, That's old seems old seems far away, but maybe we should all think about that a little bit more. If you don't take care of yourself, there is going to be that downhill, downhill slope. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's great advice. I appreciate you reminding us and anyone listening. Um, it might be healthy now, but, you know, what's going to happen? I mean, when you get some kind of weird cold and your body's not strong and you can't right. fight it, then you're sick for weeks instead of you, you could have been sick for just a couple of days. And I, I encourage anybody to do some kind of, you know, any physical thing to your body because you have to have it. I mean, you just have to take care of your body that way. Sure. So have you noticed from the time, so you've been doing this 12 years, so you're like 22 or so when you got into it? Yes, or, sir. So, so have you noticed the difference? Um, I mean, obviously, you've got to feel better because obviously you're healthier. I mean, you're watching like literally every 
molecule of food that goes in your body yeah. is planned and is on a strict regimen. Everything's and stuff. prepped, right? Everything. So, so do you even remember before you did that? I mean, I bet you feel so much, but you probably get sick less. You probably I don't get sick. Really, I don't get sick. See, I mean, that's probably yeah. due to like right now you're power drinking water. Right. Like I just watched you eat in there when when you first got here. Everything. Uh, what is your regimen as far as that? Like eating with meals? Yeah, calories per day and all that. Yeah, fifty five hundred wow. calories, um, okay. seven to eight meals, but it's all good organic. I mean, everything. I'm not putting. I think of my body as like a muscle car, big truck. If you love your vehicle, you're not going to put crap in it. So why would you do it to your body? I'm. Yeah. I want to last. I want to be able to play with my grandchildren and. Yep. Things like that. And disclaimer, he's not saying do 5,500 calories no. and Netflix and chill. <laughs> no, that's not going to work. in a bulk. He's going to bulk. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think a lot of us uh, might slip to that point on, you know, but then we don't do the other side. <laughs> well, I like what you said about being around to play with your grandkids and stuff. That's something that, that we all three, you know, Ivan and I both have two-year-olds. You've got uh, – is it okay that I say Absolutely. you've got one on the way? I'm sorry. I should have asked yeah, that before the funny. podcast. But uh, congratulations Thank on you. that. That is freaking amazing. Yeah. It's going to be the greatest thing that ever happened to you. Absolutely. So, uh, I, yeah, I think about that more too, hence why I faced my fear with the needle and stuff to get my blood work back, only to find out that I'm almost low on testosterone. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, though, I'm total man. Don't man. I am all that is man. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's. I think I've been thinking about that more, and I'm sorry, not used, not you yet. But Ivan and I, we're middle age. I think it's funny when people in their early fifties or whatever, or late forties, say they're middle age. You're not going to live to be 105. Right. You're Maybe. not middle age. I Maybe. might see 73. <laughs> yeah. I'm middle age. You know what I mean. So anyway, I got that out of the way. Well, a question a question I have just from watching some of those on like ESPN two or whatever. Um, they used to have them on weekends. I don't see them much anymore. But like, what are these other guys like? Are they are they like minded or are some of them like people you compete against? Are some of them jerks? Or? No, the guys I train with about five six guys, and they're the we're all like minded. Yeah, yet it's a brotherhood. Yeah, because I was just wondering if your body, you know, keep your body healthy. I mean, there's got to be something to say that. You know, you you, I, I'm what I'm reading through the lines is you're basically saying it's whole body, mind, spirit, you know, everything. It, it so I mean, they can't me. really be jerks. I mean, right. if if they're living clean and eating clean, you know. Well, and I have you know, on my land, I can I have my own gym, so I can oh, okay. break things, and it's where we all get together. And, oh, cool. You know, if a guy comes to you, man, I had a bad day. Well, and we're gonna fix it together, lifting sure. some atlas stones sure. or flipping yeah. some tires in it. I mean. It's a brotherhood, and it's a world a lot of people don't see. And it, oh, they're big guys, and there's steroids, and it's this and that. But it's a, like I said, it's spiritual. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because you know, it's just like when you, if you start meditating, and, and you, and you do, so you know this already. Like, there's something that you realize early on that every experience that you've ever had, and every experience you'll ever have, it goes through your mind first. You can't have an experience unless you you think about it and goes through your mind. So that it's already filtering. So that's one way to have a better look on the world. And I, and I'm talking to myself now. If I listen to this later, because I got to remember this too. It's like <laughs> process it, and you know if you if you can deal with it, deal with it. If you can't, just let it go. Because if you can't help it, if you can't help that situation, you can't over over stress about it. Especially like throughout all day every day i mean that that will just that's poison right uh so yeah that's that's awesome to me what you're saying i mean i'm eating this up that's awesome man so i have another question 
Yes, sir. I'm going to get all I can out of you while you're here, man. Yeah. I have so many okay. questions. Uh, what what motivated you to just to start this this whole thing in the first place? And and did you start this? Did it start out like small? Like I, I want to bulk up a little bit, and before you know it, you're like going balls to the wall. Or did you start out like oh, I'm going to be Master of the universe, you know what I mean? I was always a scrawny kid. I was always the littlest one, you know, the running really? litter. Yeah, but I was always like that little guy. You ever seen Bad News Bears? Yeah, The little yeah, blonde-headed yeah. one who's <laughs> calling out the big... That was me because I knew I'd get my butt whipped, but I was going to make sure you sure. knew I'd, I'd fight. Yeah. But uh, uh, real athletic growing up, we played every sport. And just uh, I started for the city of Fayetteville, and they had a little hole-in-the-wall gym. And I there was this guy at the time. I just thought he was huge, you know. I really looked up to him. He's kind of older, and he's like, "Man, you want to come to the gym one day and see what it's like?" And I was, I was scared, you know. Every, you know how you are. It's intimidating. Sure. Yeah, I was like that yesterday. <laughs> but it's something just clicked. The everything from the smell, yeah, to the people talking, to the everything, the sound, and I, I fell in love. I can't explain it. It just some people like doing podcasts or working on cars. Or I think of it, I, it's an art to me. Oh yeah, it's no different from a sculptor doing something you know that i have to do that with my body yeah and that's the way i look at it or working on an engine that's and i physically see that with myself that's what i am and this is what i have to do to get there yeah because you got you have to be good at what you're what you're doing or else uh for one thing you probably won't gain and for another thing you could hurt yourself oh yeah. i mean there's a lot of like balances and things you have to know you can't just go in there and randomly grab some weights and start doing some <laughs> crap you know it's not that easy yet. yeah exactly yeah so i mean i i agree that it's an art i mean i i think you know everyone needs something and mm-hmm. and uh something that's helping them and not hurting anyone else and that's definitely what you ha- what you have that's uh, that's awesome I, I i feel bad that i i wanted to open with this but so the first time you competed in in was it was it strongman arkansas yes sir for, so for the state the first time I'm talking to the audience now. Cody competed. He came in third place. Yes, sir. Which is unheard of. I mean, because especially considering you're going against guys that have probably been doing that for 15 years. and There were a lot of vets. Yeah, man. Yeah. So now uh, you are you are training to do to enter that competition again this year? Yes, I'll start training. I took out this year just to get everything right and get right. my body back because I was pretty banged up. But I'll be comp- I will win 2020. I will be go. the strongest man in Arkansas. See, I'm so pissed at myself because I wanted to, (laughs) when I introduced you, all day I was thinking, I'm going to introduce him as future strongman, future Arkansas number one strongman, Cody Templeton, and I forgot. I I try not to be cocky, but I, you know, I have to think that way. I can't think going in, well, I'm just going to be third or fourth, you know. Yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. Well, I mean, a team team would do that. They would say, you know, this is going to be our year, you know, and, you know, every team in any sport probably thinks that, but it's. You know, it's not for some of them, but some of them it is. So, I mean, yeah, yeah I, 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 I could totally see that. I don't think you're being arrogant or cocky by saying that. It's just, uh, you know, it's just being uh, confident for sure. So, uh, after our workout yesterday, uh, I have a pain in my groin when I walk around. So, A, That's is a that personal n- problem? Is that normal? <laughs> <laughs> and B, that brought, mo- that brought to mind the question. What kind of injuries have you had to deal with doing what as hardcore as you go? Uh, your first question, is that normal? Yeah. Just lifting. <laughs> I mean, it's getting past a certain age, too. You're going to feel things. And you've lifted hard. I mean, you you, you did really good. Thank you, man. And I've That's... injured everything. Tore my rotator cuff. My knees are out. Uh, tore up my back. I mean, everything. It, it, I mean, when you're humans aren't supposed to lift some of these things and lift cars and 
400 pounds over your head. It's You're not supposed to do it. No. I knew that yesterday. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you this. And I, look, I'm not ass kissing. I just have to tell you guys. So... Cody was, and I'm an idiot, so I don't know what this is called, but it was the deal when like you're sitting down and you're pushing like this? Yeah, tricep dips. Okay, so wasn't it like 550 or 600 pounds was max? Six. So, Cody drops it down, which first of all, I feel like, this really reminds me of my place in the world, because he puts mine like 120 pounds, and I'm like, I get my set in. He drops his pin to the very bottom, so 600 pounds. He said, I'm going to do 12. After six, I want you to grab onto it and hang on it. I'm another 188 pounds. And soaking like, wet. No. Yeah, soaking, <laughs> soaking wet, guys. So he does his six, and I grab onto it and lift my feet off, and I'm just – so it's just – Wow. It's, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have, really have words. It's just well, because, you know no, – that's, Yeah, that's awesome. You, you're, you couldn't be more right when you said that, like, human beings are not supposed to – like those atlas stones. That's just, you know it, – it, it just really gave me a really good insight on – how much because if I, I tried to push that down and it was like it was bolted to the floor you know i'm like it was yeah, you're pranking me come on i'm just glad that we did that because it really it really gave me i don't think people realize when they see these guys on tv doing the strongman mm-hmm. things how god damn heavy heavy that stuff yeah. is it's just inhuman right. So that's wow. not really a question. That was just a <laughs> well, thank you. comment. Thank you. Yeah, man. So one time, this is a kind of something that happened he went to me one time that kind of embarrassing to talk about. But anyway. Well, let's I'll, talk about it. I'll, yeah. You're like, go ahead. Uh, so my friend that I was telling you about earlier that has the CrossFit gym, um, he sometimes writes workouts for some of our teachers. I actually does that all the time. And we go up and do them. And so he was he was there that day, and he had a circuit to where one of them was, uh, was push-ups. And then it, it was a card, uh, uh, um, playing cards. So, like, whatever he drew out, that's how many you did. So you're hoping for, like, ace because you could do right. one and go. I was like, oh, yeah, I got mine. <laughs> but then but then if you get 10 and then you do the other circuit and then 10 more, 10 more, 10 more, it's like all face cards. 10, queen, ace. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, no. And I was, I was smoked. And I don't know how many sets it was, but way more than I should have done. You know, I shouldn't have tried to be, he told me, don't be, try to be a hero, but right. it's like, no, you're my friend. I'm not going to let you down. You know, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so I did so many push-ups. I didn't feel bad then. I mean, I was smoked for sure. But the next day I went to like lift my arms and I could not lift my hands above my head. <laughs> like I could not for like a week and a half, I couldn't touch my face. <laughs> I promise you I couldn't. I could go, eh. <laughs> and like my wife had to help me put my shirts on in the morning like she had to comb my hair for me like brushing my teeth there's no way i mean i might have been able to tape it to the desk or something and like move my how long did you milk that uh, no no I, I bet the first two days he couldn't in the rest of the two weeks you could <laughs> no oh, i just okay. felt like a tiny little man but then i read and you'll know what i'm talking about for sure it's like something happens where that fluid gets in your muscles and it's like it's like a um uh, kind of like atrophy in, yeah yeah right. inflammation and yep. all that stuff so yeah it was it was bizarre like i i talked on my phone on speakerphone all the time because i couldn't <laughs> hold it to my head <laughs> hello uh anyway so uh yeah i guess don't try to be a champion if you're just getting started well, I guess and that's another thing stretching is yeah so yeah I didn't, before and I don't after think I, yeah i don't think i stretched i think i might have came in late that day or something yeah, you had so. I'm, you had me stretch a lot yesterday, yeah. and even between. And I'm pretty lucky because my wife is into yoga, so she oh, really yeah. and yoga's tough, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, so it what sucks. do you think? Yeah, it's um, no joke. I don't know if we should do this, but I'm going to ask you about a specific. No, what on. do you think about DDP yoga? 
I've heard about it. I haven't seen okay, it. Okay, okay. I'm I was thinking about trying it because it looks pretty amazing. It's a Diamond Dallas page. Yeah, yeah. I, it's got testimonies out, testimonials out the wazoo. And yeah, I heard he's doing really good. He was in a bad place for a while. Yeah, that, that really helped him. Yeah, I said. Uh, I think the story is he was down on his back, and he and he was such a you know into physical fitness. He's like, well, what he basically asks asks his doctors, well, what can I do? He's like, can I do this? No. Can I do that? No. You know, it's like nothing with any weight. <laughs> and then he found a yoga professional, and he's like, oh, this is a bunch of hooey, but. <laughs> But then it was like something that totally got him out of his injury or whatever. So I don't know. I was going to try. I mean, uh, I've a lot of people have told me that yoga's legit. You know, if, if anyone think thinks it it's, if anyone thinks it isn't, I mean, there's a you know you can find you know ton a ton of evidence to the, to the contrary. So I was going to ask you about it, and you you do some yoga yourself? I, not as much as I should, just because the flexibility you got to uh, have. It. Sure, but uh, yeah, do it. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. I, I mean, I was thinking my wife and I would try, and um, there's they've got a seven day. I'm like I'm plugging them. They've got a seven day free trial on their app. They went on Shark Tank one time, and the big deal was they wanted money from the sharks to want to make this app, and they wanted like two hundred thousand dollars. And one of the guys said, "That's not enough. You'll need way more to make your app." So they said all said no, but obviously that was like a few years ago. So obviously they found some other backers because they do have the app and it's up and going and it's got great reviews wow. and stuff. So I'm and I'm gonna try it. I mean, just I like you said, you got to do something. I mean, I ride, I, I mountain bike and I do that as much as I can. But then you know life gets in the way. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'd like to try the yoga stuff. I think that'd be really awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's legit. Like I, a few years ago, I was telling you, Cody, the other day that. Uh, maybe three or four years ago, just for a short time, I got really into uh, working out as far as just running. You know, I could run six or seven miles and and not really even get my heart rate. I, I got really, uh, but even then, I started doing yoga. And uh, God, that's just just holding whatever pose, and it's like you wouldn't think that just doing this right. and just holding it, but like your arms are we, shaking. Because like we don't noodles. do that. I mean, we don't like everything we do is just for a minute. It seems like you yeah. know. So I, I think that's the strength in it, right? I mean, we're just Absolutely. because you're holding something. It's like you wouldn't normally do that. Yeah. And if you did in public, people would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Half moon. What do you think? So, Cody, what would, because we have no idea who's going to listen to this. So if there's, if there's some, you know, 150-pound dude listening right now that's like, I want to I get, like, what would you tell someone just starting out from scratch? If they really wanted to do it? Yeah. Like strong man? Yeah. Don't listen to anybody because everyone's going to tell you you're never going to do it. You're especially want to be a strong man and starting out at 150. No one will take you seriously, so you got to get your mind right and just get to work. That's that could probably I mean. be the best thing they'd tell them, right? Like, you can't do it. It's like, okay, then I'll do it. Right. That's, you know? And that's what happened to me. It's when I first started the gym in Fayetteville, there was a SWAT guy, and he was huge. And I, you know, I was like, wow, I, if I could be like this guy. And so one day I got the courage because that's how I learned how to lift. I watch all these guys. Mm -hmm. There wasn't YouTube when I saw. Oh them. yeah. So I'm watching him, and I was like, "Well, that's how he got his chest big. That's what I'm going to do." So one day I come up to him. I'm like, "Man, can I lift with you one day?" And he looked at me. He went, "No. What are you thinking?" <laughs> and I was like, "Man." So in my head I was like, "I'm going to be twice, three times big as this dude one day and show him." Oh, yeah. And I one day I did, and I was like, "How you doing?" <laughs> and then it's, it, yeah, no, that's awesome. Right. And then if some kid ever came up to you, there's no way you would never. Do and this. I always take my time with anybody. Yeah. If they come up to me, that's I that, could tell. I could tell you would do that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Just because I mean I don't. I do you think that's less off less common now that someone would be like that? 
to people? No, they're they're, they're still jackasses, like, yeah. Really? Absolutely. And, and I mean, so I guess what what do you think why do you think they're like that? I mean, you said some of the people that do the strongman stuff are awesome. I mean, why are they there? I mean, they're just there for themselves and Well, the strongman, you won't catch most of them in a regular gym. Oh, like okay. these okay. guys that are just in regular gym or the ego, you'll see them oh, texting or looking they're at the girls. They want their tattoo to look better. The, exactly. Yeah, got, I got the you. baby oil on them. <laughs> so that's that's why I started my own gym. So. <laughs> they oil to go in the gym just to shine and chill. You'd be surprised. It's really crazy. You, they'll do one set, and then it's thirty minutes on the phone and taking pictures. And <laughs> oh yeah, they have to actually do the hashtag. Yeah, gym day or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you were talking about working out with with your buddy earlier. Sure. Pushing you. Yeah. It was the same way, uh, Cody. I know that if I had just went into the gym by myself last night. I probably would have left in 15, 20 minutes, but it's that whole thing. That's like, I was, I was, I was talking with Cody yesterday about, man, especially after we worked out, like you, you could totally do a part-time or side-time gig as a uh, trainer because a, you just, you know, your stuff and, but B, and maybe it was more so with me and you. Cause like, uh, you know, I'm your friend and I, I didn't want to look like a, a, a bitch in front of you either. But, uh, to, well, to be quite honest. But, you know, it's true. Like, there were several times where I'm doing this curl, and I legit am like, I can't pull the arm up again. And then Cody's like, pull it up one more time! You, can, you know, I'm just like, oh! And I had, like, three more. And it, that just blew me away, man. I was like, it's just crazy, yeah. The you know, how you can push someone yeah far and that's and awesome i get the rush i was telling you when you first got here i was sore and tired but i was kind of on a high last night for hours it's after kind of like when you run right and yeah. you get that runner's high and you're like well mm. i got past that it's the same with, with me it's the same with lifting it's uh nirvana almost oh yeah yeah dude and i that that was just uh it's crazy because the road to get there you're just a beast, I guess, because like whatever that one move you were doing and when I was doing it at first, I did. I just did it like I don't know, I even know what it's called. But it was when we had our hands back here and you're doing your oh, reverse tricep dip. Yes, I was going to say that. But so <laughs> I do that a bunch. <laughs> the more noodlier my arms get, the more Cody's like, you're doing it more. And then he goes and gets weights and starts stacking on me. Now let's they're 10 pound weights. But OK, <laughs> so and I, I do it. I'm like, oh, my God, I did. I, I made it through. And then it's his turn. And uh, I stacked four 45-pound weights on him. And then another buddy of ours was there. He made him put all his weight from his upper body on it. And then Cody's doing, you know, so I'm like, I can't believe I'm seeing this. And so as he's going through it, I, you know, because I'm kind of like spotting. I'm like, give me five more. And you went like 13 more or something, you freaking animal. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> So it's just crazy, but then I could see kind of the euphoria after we after you got up and those weights got off you and stuff. Like it's it was just a different it's a different thing, man. It's all about your thought, and I try to use that all in life. You know, we block ourselves. Well, I can't do this. I'm not going to try. And it's about fear. We fear so much, and it stops us. So I try to you know get all of that fear out and just say you're going to do it. It's just a you know I go in and it's just a weight. It's nothing. It's nothing and you you can't go in there so many guys oh i can't live with cody because this uh, that's your first mistake go in there it's it's art like i said and open your mind and you're just going to do it and you did it you didn't you know you did it it was awesome yeah now yeah uh yeah it's kind of like music though i mean you can relate it to that i mean like you wouldn't be intimidated to play with like 
some person that can just shred. Well, kind of like James. I mean, of course, you can solo and stuff, too, with the best of them. But I'm just saying, like, like okay, let's use me for an example because I'm not as good on guitar. I wouldn't be afraid to play music with James, and he's and he's a fantastic guitarist, or, or you. Uh, but, you know, you don't want to be intimidated by someone because they're so good. I mean, with mountain biking, I've read in numerous magazines, if you want to get better, you ride with somebody better than Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And yeah. let them lead the yeah. way, and then... Just try to keep up with them, exactly. and you'll do more. You'll take more chances than you never would have because you're trying to keep up with your 100%. buddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone should be intimidated by that. But but I'm glad you mentioned that because I don't think I would have put the two together. I don't think I would have ever thought about that with, like, weightlifting and training. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For some reason, you just kind of made it way more clear. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Did you have uh, a mentor or someone to kind of guide you through, like, you did to me, you know, yesterday. Did you have anybody like that, or did no. you just, really just uh, personal demons? You know, almost just say, "I want to show everyone," because I, I've always, I still get told, "You're big, but I know someone bigger." You know, I hear, you know, you're strong, but you didn't get first, Cody. Wow. Uh, and, and I'm like, okay, I love it. I love it. Oh, give me more. <laughs> give me more. I mean, I feed off of it. Wow. And I'm not saying I hear that every day, but there's always someone. There's always a bigger fish. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like the coach clipping out an article that, you know, someone's critical of their team. Like, their team is sloppy. You know, next week they'll never have a chance against this team. It's like you clip that out and you put it in the locker room and let your players see that. That's kind of the same type of thing, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, tell me, you know, I'm talented and tell me that I can't do something. And And I'm I'm that type of person. Sure. I will be number one, and if I don't get it this year, I'll get it the next year. I mean, so you're not I'll, mad at somebody for saying that? You're no, just like, thank I you. Don't hold it, yeah. You yeah. can't. You can't. Yeah. I mean, I've held grudges. It's not healthy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you were talking about the whole mind and, and that's body thing. Just maturing as a young man, I had so much anger, and that's really what fueled a lot of it. And then getting through it, but uh, it reminds me of the water boy, the tackling. Yeah, it fuel. really does. <laughs> it really is in a sense. You use a tackling fuel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Vicky Valencourt. She showed me her boobies, and I love them too. Uh, you're probably you're probably an SNL guy. We we oh, we yeah. talk about SNL quite a bit on. Wouldn't you say like every few weeks probably we'll do an SNL reference from yeah. back in the eighties and nineties? Yeah, that's a big uh, Farley. Oh, Farley, man. Come on, Farley is. Do, do you remember when he had Paul McCartney? Do you do you remember when you were in the Beatles? Do you remember? When, <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> he was the best. Lunch yeah, I lady. think so. Yeah. Van oh down God. by the river. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt Foley, yeah. yes. Yeah. That was the best ever. You oh know, he God. said he had, you know, I, I, one of us, I think maybe Sandler or somebody was saying this. He said, I had one character that had five different volumes, and he sold himself short totally because it, a lot of those alum that were on there with him said, this was the funniest guy we ever – before he died, they said stuff like that. I mean, it's not just because he died. Um, yeah, one of my favorites as well. So, so what I, else you got, Joe? I got more questions. Oh, shoot. Uh, okay, and 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 also, uh, and I told you this before, but I want to say it on here too. Uh, thank, I want to say thank you to your family for you know for them being cool with you. I know you're super busy and you're training twenty four. You're like you do so much. Uh, you know, it's just cool. Thank, thanks to you guys if you're listening for yeah. uh, for for being cool with Co- Cody coming out and hanging out with two 
middle-aged gingers for a couple hours <laughs> instead and, of being, you know, so right. thank you guys. For and that. I'll pre-apologize because we'll have them back for sure. This is going so well. So After uh, I get first in the state, right? Yeah. Well, we, we, we can have you before. I mean, okay. you don't have to win it. But, okay. But, yeah. But, I'm going to put but, the trophy. But, yeah, right no, it'd be awesome. Suck it, losers. <laughs> we'll, put, we'll, put, <laughs> we'll put a picture of that on our website and it, it'll awesome. be a great episode. Okay. We want. We got dibs on the first interview with the number one strongman in Arkansas. Awesome. Uh, the, someone will be someone will be there with a microphone so we won't get first it'll be you'll have to talk to my agent too and make sure and it'll cost them have your guy talk to my guy yeah (laughs) cody rolls up in sunglasses he's like i got five minutes with you losers then he has the baby oil on he's he's like oh and i've turned into that guy (laughs) cody no no cody no hang on i gotta take a selfie it's like dang we're in the middle of the episode So. You kill me if that happens. <laughs> Shoot me, <laughs> dude. Like, may I refer you back to where you were making fun of that guy? No. I'm <laughs> so no, that's that's yeah. I can't wait. I I think you're gonna win it too. I mean, because I think your your head's in it. You know, your body's one thing, but I think I think your mindset is perfect. And uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't bet against you for sure. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Been in the gym last night. I wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, another question I had is uh, I'm marking him out like an idiot as I'm saying. Uh, what was it like? Like, man, it's got to be such a huge difference living in the world, going throughout the world as just a 160 pound dude, and now you're going living in the same world as you know you're, you're huge, right. right? So, what is the di- how big is the difference just from and just general public, the way people look at you or treat you or like the way people see you or react to you, like have you? Oh, it's a it's a big difference. And you get a lot of people that make, what do you do? How do you do it? You know, what's the secret? Mm. No, there is no secret. Get get off your ass. <laughs> get in the, everyone thinks, oh, and I'm not going to, I've done steroids. I did them one time and I don't recommend them. I mean, I think it's a cop out. I did do it. I did it before my competition. Do they work? Absolutely. 100%. Will I ever do it again? No, but uh, they work. <laughs> I'll say that. Or, or else they wouldn't use them. <laughs> right. Uh, but that's one thing we talked about. I want to be the strongest man in Arkansas naturally, so I can tell kids, man, you can do it. Yeah. You can't. I mean, it's going to be hard, but if you can do it, it's possible. And we live in this world where everyone wants to take shortcuts and don't, oh, I'm going to take this and that. And so many guys I've lifted with are, I'm taking steroids, and steroids don't lift the weights for you. You still sure. have to eat clean and all this, or you'll get, I mean, your kidney's going to go out from one because you're abusing it just like any other drug. It'll get bad. It, it's just a common uh, misconception about how things work. And you do your research if you are going to do it, but I wouldn't recommend it. Just have your mind right. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. Like you were talking about having your mind right. And to me doing that, that you can only be so, you know, like your mind's not in it if you're doing that and right. all the way, right? Right. Because you're you're kind of cheating, sort of, right? right. When you say that, uh, well, in strongman they don't test, oh, so okay. the guys I go against, okay. they are they're on it. But you know, so that takes that, a little I, bit it away gives from me it, an right? Edge. Yeah. When I know a guy's on oh, steroids, and I'm strong, yeah. I'm like, man, yeah. You know, it gives me that edge, and I mean, it it works. But I'm, I'll work you out, and I'll wor- outwork anyone in a gym. I don't care what you're on. Yeah. I'll beat you. And yeah. that's, I'm so competitive that way. Sure. It's the same thing if you yeah. tell me I'm not going to do it. And it's just an ego. Even when I was with him yesterday, I said, how many did you do? And he said, 12. And I said, well, I'll do 15. It's oh, always always yeah. going. I don't even let my daughter win. Like if we're doing tic-tac-toes, I'm beating you. 
You know, <laughs> that's learn, there's there's some. Uh, <laughs> I love that. At our school, we have a, a championship chess coach, and he takes teams all around the state and out of state, and they bring home trophies all the time. And he he said that one day. He said, "I have a son, three four years old. Like I don't." Let him win ever. I would never do that. Right. And he made it a prominent point to tell me that. And and then I was thinking, yeah, that's that makes a lot of sense. You shouldn't, you know. Well, you lost, son. You know, you, you shouldn't just say, oh, you're the best chess player ever. <laughs> you know, that's like trophies for everyone. That's not that's not doing him any no. favors. So that's a great point. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. So let me ask you this: the, one of the reasons I'm not in better shape because I'm afraid of this thing. No, this is, that's a joke. But what about the thing? You know, you always get the stigma where it's like, well, someone's going to come up to you because you're big and like want to challenge you like to fight or something like that. Is that a common thing or does that ever happen or is that just a bunch of junk? I'm sure it's a big guy thing. Uh, I'm not really a people person. I okay. don't like people in general. And uh, <laughs> I love my wife and my okay. my daughters and my dog. And I stay at home where I'm in the gym and I don't okay. do the whole Dixon Street. Yeah, that's where you'd find that, right? But everyone's you know? really always usually nice. And, yeah, sure. You know, you yeah. get compliments and wow, this and that. And I, I mean, take it, yeah. take it out. Of so well. you kind of have your circle and other other than that, you, you, sh- you don't really get out of that, right? Yeah, and like I told Joey, I blocked myself off from the world. I don't, we don't have TV. I don't do, fa- oh, okay. I've never had Facebook or Twitter. And I'd like to simplify my life. It's lifting my, yeah. my, my family first. A lot right. of people. Sure. Well, my wife may say lifting first, but <laughs> I love my wife more than anything. She's she's really the backbone. She's what you know carries me. But uh, it's my family than that, and that's I, it's my anchor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're better off for all that. I mean, I was talking about. I, I mean, I still do Facebook, but I've kind of hacked mine to where um, I just unfollow just people that want to throw under people under other people under the bus. Yeah. I get rid of them first, and then I have like all these toy groups that do he-man and stuff and then i have my sci-fi groups and so like my facebook's kind of geared and i re- i've recommended this to anyone because and the only reason i'd recommend this is because i remember my life before doing that and i i know it now and it's a lot better like as soon as someone's like i'm tired of i was like bye you know <laughs> blah, 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 bye mm-hmm. it's like oh this is a person that actually posts like something cool like a motivational quote or they talk about something nice that happened to them and how someone was kind to them. It's like, okay, you're there. You're, I want to see your stuff. Right. You know? So, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of with you. I mean, I, I have a lot of different little channels and some of my work has to do with some social media stuff. So I keep it for that reason. But, but you're probably better off than I am getting rid of it because, um, it takes some work to keep it clean for me, you okay. know, to keep it where it's actually I've just enjoyable. heard too much drama. Too many I horror stories with there the is. men. And, yeah, right. Joe, yeah, Joe can, I mean, him and I used to, like, he would get a little, uh, or or I would, get some kind of debate started, and him and I would, like, team up against people, and, you know, that, that was just, you know, it felt good. It felt, I thought it felt good, but it's not good. No. I mean, he got rid of it, and then I could just quit doing it. So yeah. um, you're better off for that. So my hat goes so. off to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So I, I have a question and a – well, I'm not going to predict any. I have a question. So when you win first place <laughs> – There you go. Are you going to – Well put. <laughs> He's going to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you going to be like, all right, I did it. I won first place. Uh, and now I'm going to, you know, I'm going to keep up enough regimen to stay in shape and stuff. But the, I set out, I achieved a goal. Or are you going to keep 
going for first place. I don't think about that, to be honest. I, I think that might set me back in a way if I have the mentality, well, if I win this, I'm done, or I'm going to take it on easy street. or oh. So well, I'll, I'll face that when I get to that bridge. But I don't see myself ever going, well, I'm not going to be competitive. I want to, as long as I can do it, I'm going to do it. So do you think it'll be a type of competitiveness to where you're, after you quit competing in these competitions, you're still like, well, I want to be able to do this weight this many times, or I want to, I want my max to increase in this workout. Or I what? think I'll, I'll definitely slow down when I get to that road, sure. maybe three times a week, and not have to eat the seven meals and <laughs> yeah. wake up at three to eat and all that. But yeah, I always want to be in good shape. Sure, and, sure, sure. I, go ahead. I was telling Joe, my dad, he died. I mean, he's sixty-two. Back in 2012, and I was he was way overweight and didn't eat healthy. Uh, okay. And I believe firmly if he would have got on something the year before, he'd still yeah. be alive. And yeah. that's one thing that motivates me. And oh, to yeah. all my friends, you don't have to go to the gym. That's, the first thing is just eat right. Just yeah. eat right and yeah. take care of your body. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's yeah. hard, but you can do it. Anyone can do it. Yeah. Well, the level of discipline, I'm just, I'm really, really at all. Um, because, yeah, I don't think people realize. Like what you just said, you're up at 3 a.m. Like literally every every waking moment is is charted basically, right? Like you every waking moment is towards this goal. Yeah, and it's I mean it's hard, especially on the family. My wife makes a lot of sacrifices. We go on vacation. Okay, where can I eat? Where's the gym? Uh, I, you know, it's yeah, it's real. It's tough because if you miss, so let's say you had to miss like four days. I mean, what Ment- would you, what? both mentally and physically, I'm different. If I take three or four days off, which doesn't have much, my wife will be like, you need to get back in the gym. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I'm just, it's. Uh, I mean, do you ever like. Strength wise, though, it doesn't really. Yeah. Not in a week or anything. That's, yeah. that I was kind of thinking more in your head. So, I mean, do you, uh, do you take stuff with you? Like. Uh, some dumbbells where you can curl or no i find the local gym oh you just find local gym and i tell i mean most gyms are really cool you say hey i'm for the week the weekend i'll give you 50 bucks for five days and okay come in okay i come in first thing you know i love working out in the morning so i'll wake up at four i'll eat my meal i'll go do some cardio out by the hotel or something i'm in the gym i'm out by six and then as long as i'm getting my meals in you know and I won't pre when we go on vacation. I'll just make sure every meal I go is healthy. Yeah, sure. You know? And so you can you tell the re- cook no butter or this and that. Right. And it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably what we should all do more. Is <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I'll take this, but you know, uh, no salt, please, right. or something. You know, it's like uh, they they wouldn't care. I mean, it's not going to put the. I don't know. Unless some of it's pre-mixed. I mean, that makes it kind of right. tough. But yeah, uh, and it's good. We eat a lot of sushi. I love oh, sushi. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sushi too. Yeah. So. uh um so like a hotel gym you know it's, it's they're kind of a lot of times they're kind Low of a key. joke because yeah, they have like they, a, they have a treadmill and maybe an elliptical right but i mean can you survive on that if you yeah, had to? yeah anywhere you can get intensity you can have a workout okay Anything. it's not i mean of course when you're training to be strong man sure. you need this but for four or five days you can get by with yeah you, know, you can go outside and do body weight and anything sure. even if there's no gym if you have the mentality and that drive, you'll find a way to work out. So, could you just do a bunch of push-ups and if you that, could, if and then body squats and jumping okay. jacks and yeah. If, okay. I mean, if you're challenging your body, you're doing yeah, something. Yeah. It's better than just sitting on the bed watching The Office. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, let me ask you this: So, like, what time? You said four a.m. Uh, when you get up and get start. Well, three a.m. is what you were saying. Yeah. So, uh, like, what time do you go to bed? 
930. And I like that. I'm yeah. 930, 10 o'clock. And my wife is, she's not a night owl. And she's, uh, okay. So. so. But uh, I, I haven't, there's sometimes, you know, when I have to adjust my training for life, because life just happens, you know, you sure. have to oh, yeah. do for this, sure. that, or the other. And I've already got it planned out when the baby comes, because my daughter's coming in July. I, I, I'm starting back at waking up at three, being in the gym at four, being at work at seven. And that's going to be until about a year. So until the baby's uh, grown and everything's right. good. But I got to tell you, fellas, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. And people look at you nuts, but it's a, uh, I don't know if it's a caveman in me or what, but lifting outside at four o'clock in the morning in January, it's snowing, grow out the beard. You have frost, but you're lit, you know, you get hot, you're taking off the shirt. Your friends, you know, got a little bonfire going. It's a, uh, Oh, man, it's giving me goosebumps just thinking about it. <laughs> wow. And yeah. that's that could be on like a Tuesday. Yeah. At four wow. in the morning and you just hear these lumberjack <laughs> just lifting shit. And I'm sure the neighbors are scared out of their mind, but it's it's awesome. I prefer no. lifting outside and in the elements. You just something different about it. Dude, you got you got some Nordic, you got some ancient it, caveman <laughs> Nordic Viking me, DNA, baby. It reminds me of Rocky Four, the way he trained versus the Russian. Russian, right. You know, he climbed the hill and, and he would be carrying the log and the Russian would have like this fancy digital workout equipment. <laughs> right. You know? And he did the analog, which was more like oh he was know? punching meat. It's like Rocky was punching meat. It's like I know it's a movie. It was like I'm betting on that guy. Right. I bet he wins. Well wait, it's called Rocky, so yeah, you know he's gonna win but yeah likely. yeah <laughs> if he didn't we'd all oh no and i like how he's a mary he didn't do steroids yeah, yeah the rug, that's, right, you know? that's right. right rocky's clean yeah <laughs> i remember the digital thing like he'd punch it and it was like thousand pounds of force over there that was yeah. kind of cool yeah well dude you've mentioned like you know it's it's funny because this is gonna sound so like this is gonna sound so emasculine after what you just said like you literally like i was picturing this this Viking with his shirt off, like just punching a tree till his knuckles bleed in the snow. <laughs> and he's got steam coming off of him. And then I'm like, well, you know, Ivan and I get a similar feeling off of podcasting. <laughs> you know, sometimes. But seriously, though, uh, that's kind of like our therapy and, and just coming yeah. in here. And and I here's the here's where I'm trying to get to. Uh, I was going to say, uh, you know, it, you are you hit something right on the head while ago man when you said like your wife is your center and stuff dude we're exactly the same way and i sometimes i hope she realizes it. i don't think i give my wife enough credit that you know i'm 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 doing my stuff all the like we're out here podcasting one or two nights a week i'm off playing music a couple of nights a week you know and uh i don't know i just yeah uh, but but when you're not you're in there taking care of business well i'm in there five nights a week yeah so you know, I'm in I there think four that's or five what it is. Like, week, but. if you can commit to your family when it's family time, then you don't feel guilty for going to do a podcast or yeah. going to a show or yeah. something like that. I was just so. wanting to give her props for for being. Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of wives could say of like, you're going to go talk with the, your friends in a shed. Mm. <laughs> what kind of bullshit is that? Do get in here and fix the toilet, loser, you know? But right. she's just like, have fun, babe. You know, and so, I, I don't yeah. know if you guys have the problem where you have to like, I have to switch it off because. Family time is family time. I can't be, well, Haley, I got to be lifting this tomorrow and that because my wife doesn't care. Yeah. Is it the same with you guys with podcasts? Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's yeah. just not me. Well, so nope. like if I ever do any kind of editing or promo stuff, you know, I wait till everyone goes to bed and then I'll go in there and tinker around it a little bit. Like I'm not going to be here tonight and then tomorrow I'll be editing and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not going to have this open. You know, you just, it's just, 
it's disrespectful, it, it, downright disrespectful. I see a lot of couples with very disrespectful behavior towards each other, and they don't even know it. So, uh, right. you know, that's. I think this is important for both of us because we can kind of talk about stuff and keep each other grounded and stuff because, I mean, we'll be honest with each other and stuff like that too. I mean, that's happened before too where we don't agree with each other. Yeah. Um, of course, that not a lot of that's on the podcast, um, but, you know, sometimes like before or after, stuff like that. I mean, it's just a good time to talk with a friend and make you feel better. Uh, yeah, and yeah. My, my wife and I have a mutual friend <clears throat> who listens to, I think she listens, she's listened to every episode of the podcast, and she was over one night, Dr. Megan, and she was asking my wife, isn't it fun? Do you remember that story that Ivan told? The other? And, and, and my <laughs> wife was like, I don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Which is, it's okay, because, yeah. yeah. So her friend, our friend was like, you literally don't listen. And, and my wife was like, I've been listening to Joey and Ivan talk for almost 20 years. <laughs> it's like, she no, knows. I'm good. No, thank you. Yeah, right. so, you know, when I say, when I give props to my wife or anything like that, I'm not kissing ass because she'll never hear this. Right. You know, so anyway. Yeah, he could say whatever. I could say whatever. Ooh, let me tell you something. Oh, no, this girl. No, I'm just kidding. Well, but, that's uh, the same thing with Haley. All my friends are like, well, you must go to the gym with him all the time. She's like, no. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything yeah. about it. Yeah. Shut some, that down. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be something to that. Like, your thing is your thing and if your wife right. or husband's not into it you don't you shouldn't force it like it you I, can't yeah I, no I mean, yeah you can't you, make people yeah. tension then yeah that's yeah and i had a hard it, problem with that at first i was like i'm in there you need to be in there and it doesn't work that way yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work that way yeah no i kind of get that because a few years ago back when i got into running hardcore you know my wife was just like you have fun with that right. i'll be here <laughs> that's i'll see you is. in an hour right. yeah <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool stuff yeah well you got anything else man no, I mean, uh, you got any more of those fancy questions on your notepad? No, I've ran through all my questions and stuff. Um, dude, I don't, I'm almost afraid to... So, like, the second time I ever talked with Cody, and it's this is where it's funny when you meet someone new and you talk with them a little bit, and you kind of feeling them out, and you're like, how do you feel about this? Okay, well, they're cool with that. And then you're like... I'll drop a little conspiracy theory on them, and then I'll go a little bit of psychology. You know, so the second time Cody and I ever talked... By the end of like a fifteen minute conversation, we were talking about like con- conspiracy theories and who shot Kennedy and are we living in a simulation? Yeah, and- see, and and you mentioned that that <sighs> you talked to him about that, and that does come to mind. I, you, if we want to talk about that for a minute, because that I'd spend some time reading, yeah, watching YouTube definitely. about that, dude. I was just, I'm just saying, if we if we go into this, man. Let's so go down the rabbit hole. Um, I'm telling you, we might be here for a while. <laughs> Here's the thing. So, like, the biggest thing is is this. You know, I, I like to, when we talk about this sometimes on the podcast, I like to say this. It doesn't matter if we are. Uh, we're not going to really change much because the end result's the end result. I mean, you're still living this life even though it could be digital. Oh, you do mean it doesn't matter if we're in a simulation? Yeah, it doesn't matter. If what you're do you mean? Sim- well, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, like, if, if we are in a simulation, um, in – we we couldn't change anything about where we live because the way we live because it it wouldn't matter because it's the same result like you don't want to end your out. you don't want to no I'm not saying that but I'm saying like you don't want to end your simulation early by doing something crazy like oh I'm just a simulation I'm going to do this I'm going to jump off a bridge well that's game over but if it's not a simulation you're dead so it doesn't affect day to day life so much. You right. see what I mean? Do you think it's anything like the movie? Like if you knew, actually knew it, that you could bend the rules? Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, here's what I think. I, I think, I think about this 
thing a lot, and this will kind of open the door, and we can talk back and forth. So I think about Super Mario Brothers in 1984, and I think about Call of Duty. I don't play it, but I think about games like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and I think about like VR headsets and people playing right. so immersive. Like it's so real that a Vietnam vet couldn't play it because it's just like they'd get shell shock or right. whatever. So that's that's from '84 until like 2020. I mean, that's nothing. Yeah, that's that nothing. So nothing. what could you do in 500 years? Yeah, I mean, could you? Be, are we going to know the difference anymore? That's so right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. that's what I'm saying. I mean, we could be a brain in a jar and just yeah, you know electrically hooked to something or we could just be a digital ai every one of us our own individual ais um anyway what do you think about all that yeah absolutely. i mean it's crazy <laughs> i mean it's hard to throw that out and like say what do you think about that uh, I, I don't know it and then also what's even more scary when you think about what sometimes when i think about this is like what if you're the only ai and all the other ai is that's I, so funny. I told it. I, no, I go was ahead. Like, go ahead. Maybe I'm the only one, and you're all fake. <laughs> my brain's making this all. It's all my game. This is a game. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Cody told me that like last week. Yeah. Said, Have you ever felt like that? And I was like, Yeah. And I, you know what? I think if if you don't question, like I mean, Ivan and I have said it before, I question everything. The you only, should. The only sure, thing yeah. I really know Absolutely. for sure is that I'm sitting here right now, and I'm not even totally sure about that. How do you know you are? See exactly. So every day, at least once or twice, I stop and think, what am I doing? Who, where, what's, why am I here? That's I, the real question. It isn't almost, it? Why are we here? And, yeah. Yeah. But if, I mean, that brings me back. I mean, if this is a um, simulation, do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in anomalies? And if so, what, is that a glitch? Right. Oh, that, yeah, that's, that's, I've heard that's, that theory. Yeah. Right? Glitches in the matrix. Yeah. Yeah, a glitch in the matrix. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and also you think about this, like if, well, okay. So when they were making Lord of the Rings, uh, the one of the first movies, or maybe no, it's actually the third one. Um, Peter Jackson, um, they wanted to do like a, a scene to where they showed the camera, like almost like a drone view, flying over these all these. Uh, um, what are the orcs? Orcs. Yeah, fighting. And and what they what they wanted to do is they wanted to program each one to give it an AI to where it would fight on its own. And they had these sliders. Basically, this is really dumbed down. I didn't get it all. I had to watch the thing over and over again until I got what the guy was saying. But basically, they had to turn the slider up to like tell this little AI creature, this little digital creature, how like how aggressive to be when you fight and to make it fight. <laughs> And so they started out where they thought it would be like, this would be fine. They'll fight fine like this. And, and a lot of them weren't fighting. They'd do the little simu or the, well, sim it was a simulation. They would do the flyover with the camera. Uh, it's not really a real camera, but it's on a computer. And a lot of them weren't fighting. And so they said, well, our engineer said this would be enough. So they actually went in the code and turned the slider up to say. That's so weird. And they still wouldn't fight. They still wouldn't fight. So they had to turn the, the number up. So high, like way past what they thought it'd be. And even the computer scientists were like, what? Why won't they fight? You know? And it's like, to me, it's like, that's kind of an AI tale. It's like, they, they gave a mind of their own. And then they were like, it's not logical to fight. You know? Dude, I, that's crazy. They started thinking. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. In, in a very simplistic way. Wow. I don't know. It, it was just, it was just kind of a crazy thing. That might've been the thing that got me thinking about it a lot. Yeah. Cause he brings it up on every podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> the last seven or eight episodes. So, he oh, here we go. He works in simulation. AI simulation theory. So let me flip and ask you a question. Okay, Being go ahead. your teacher. Yes. Or can you discuss any of this theories, or is that oh, show, show, uh, you know? no, no, I can. And we uh, live in the Bible Belt, so yeah, it's really tough if you I, have to be God fearing man. You're going. I to can. Hell. I can just say, and it's not a lie. I mean, I don't want to lie. If I get pinned down and somebody say, "What? What do you think?" I'd be like, "I don't know," because that's the truth. But uh, the good news is, is I can always say. Some people say we might be living in a simulation, and that's not enough to rock the boat. Right, okay. Where someone's going to call, you know. Some parents going to call up, hey, they're talking about weird stuff up there. It's like, uh, <laughs> but um, what I can talk about is like the fourth dimension. We I, Sometimes I have a little exercise where I draw on the board like a square and then a square becomes a cube by drawing the little 3D lines. It's like, is that 3D? Yeah, well, still, that's 2D. It's like, oh, well, it's, it's 2D on it. On, it looks 3D, but it's still 2D. And then we talk, and then because I'm in a technology class, we can talk about how when you're designing something in a 3D program like SketchUp, like you're designing it 3D and it looks 3D and you can even fly around it, but it's on a 2D screen. So I said, when you're designing, and this is kind of a technique thing I work in, like you should constantly be rotating around when you're designing. Don't stay in the same view because you'll think you're doing something. Right. And then when you switch it, it's going to be off. Yeah. So so we that's kind of my little nugget to get them interested in like 3D and stuff. And then I was like, well, where's the fourth dimension? Because if, you, if you're on 2D... You go 90 degrees, you add a 90 degree angle, and that makes it three dimensions. Okay, so let's add a 90 degree angle to the third dimension to make it the fourth dimension. Right. It's like, where? what direction would that be? And they're like, up. It's like, no. Well. This way, no. It's like, <laughs> it's a direction that we can't comprehend. And then they're like, whoa. It's like, yeah. Yeah, so there's people that think. And actually, from YouTube and reading about this stuff, mathematically, they think there's 12 dimensions. Jesus. It works out. I, that blows my mind. <laughs> I can't comprehend that. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so there could be a fourth dimension being listening to us and just laughing like they can't even see us. Almost like we could look at like an ant that's pretty much two dimensions. I mean, it can go up, but I mean, pretty much he doesn't know we're there. Right. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Would that be a, it's a movie called Cloud Atlas? I've it, never seen that, but I've heard that that. I didn't know if it may be something like that. Yeah. Almost, or, yeah, something. that's trippy. That's yeah. by the um, what's their name? They did the Matrix Two, the brothers. Oh, really? oh I didn't know. Yeah. I need to watch that. Is that with Denzel? Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. And, uh, Tom Hanks. Halle that's Berry. right. Is he a pilot? Uh, well, there's all. It's different, like realities, oh, and it's all right. different people, but it's all the same characters. No, that's cool. Just stuff. in different time frames. Really? And yeah, it's which trippy. Is it kind of like reincarnation a little bit too? Uh, in a sense, I, okay. I, I, I don't want to lie, but yeah, check yeah, it out. it's a long movie. Well, that speaking that kind of tiptoes into all these other dimensions where every possible thing that could happen is happening at the site. So there's another dimension where I believe in that where you decided I'm not a strong man. I'm a, I'm getting picked on somewhere. Yeah, or or, or, or even just the slightest deviation where uh, you didn't come to the podcast tonight because you ended up going and doing something else, you know, mm -hmm. and. I don't know. It's, and then there's just infinite paths yeah. Yeah, that, that are all happening at the same time. Yeah. So the cool thing about that is, is you can't argue against it, really. The same way you can't really solidly argue for it. And there's something cool about that. Yeah. Uh, because you need the data, but the data you can't obtain because it's in another dimension. So uh, so you can't say it's not real. Ha ha. No. <laughs> so you're into technology and we were talking about sure. the games from the 80s till now. 
How different will our world be? Let's just say fifty years. What's oh my god? What's my grandchildren's life going to be like? Uh, well, so there's a book that I highly recommend called "The Singularity Is, is Near" by Ray Kurzweil, Kurzweil or something like that. Uh, uh, Kurzweil. Anyway, basically, what he's saying is, and the Elon Musk talks about this a lot, that eventually we'll be able to take our biology and our technology will integrate. It, we're not there yet, but eventually, like, it talks about this in the book, like, okay, well, you're six years old, here's your six-year-old chip, plug this in, oh, wow. and you have everything that you should know as a six-year-old. That scares me. Yeah, it does that scare does. me. Uh, it does scare me, but here's the positive part. I, I was scared for years about that, that kind of stuff when I was reading the book. It's like, the future seems so scary. Somebody in the 1920s would say that this Today, time. Yeah. 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 Here's what I think, though. I mean, we, we talk about art and expression. What if humans were only here because the thing that I think could, couldn't be replicated, it's just because I'm, I'm real passionate and heartfelt like this, is our ability to express ourselves via the arts, uh, you know, like, you know, just like making each other feel good by saying, oh, I can sing you a song or I can show you a painting or we can just talk compassionately about our interests and like we're doing tonight. And we can all inspire each other. What if that was our job? Like everything else was done for us. And that sounds scary. And that sounds kind of weird. Could humans act like that? Well, I just think that if you, if you, you know, it's like, hey, uh, this week you did this and you enjoyed it. So here's your paycheck because you're very successful to yourself because because you're doing things you enjoyed like if you got if that happened to you after lifting you know like your Sign your job up. is your yeah. Yeah. your job's to keep yourself uh you know we like we it's almost like unless you have a job that you just absolutely love which a small percentage would probably say that i mean there's stressors in every job mm-hmm. you know we can't really say that that we're all of us are doing all these things that we just love to do it's like we're doing those things to pay the bills and feed our families and then uh, Nights and weekends, we're doing the stuff that we love. What if we? What if technology could flip that? That's where I'm optimistic. Um, it sounds scary and it sounds dystopian. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you guys can. You guys can decide. I, I saw Cody's eyes light up a couple I of times. I guess I'm like, living it because I get to do what I love every every day. Yeah. So, yeah. Dude, I'm that's there. awesome. I mean, I love it. Love it. Yeah. No. That's all. Yeah. No. I. I just. I. I just. Uh, and I'm too optimistic, but. Uh, I just wish that everyone could say that like a hundred percent of humanity could say, man, every day is awesome. I love it. You know, because robots and AI and everything is doing that stuff for us. Yeah. Like stuff that we don't want to do, we can have it done and not by a slave, you know, (laughs) like we've done in the past, (laughs) you know, it's a robot. But then, but then another thing, a negative is the robots eventually become self-aware. Well, that, but then the robots become self-aware and then they're sad because they're being mistreated, mistreated and and used. It's kind of like, do you watch uh, Rick and Morty? Oh yeah. Yeah. So the butter so the there's a robot that comes up and it's like his job is to butter the toast. <laughs> and then he's like, what is my purpose? It's like, you're, to, you're here to butter my toast. And yeah. it's like super depressed. Yeah, and it's it like, no. Oh. And it's like kind of walks away like with his head down. It's like there, he found his purpose and he didn't like it. <laughs> so in, anyway, uh, I don't know. What do you think about all that? I rambled on for like We all minutes, know. Huh? We all know. Don't pretend like the first service human 
Service robots <laughs> will not be for sex. <laughs> will I'm not sorry. Be? Let's not pretend like they're not going to be. Oh, they're not going to be. Yes. You're saying they are. You're of saying course. don't pretend like. Yeah. yeah, like the Stepford Wives. I don't know if you've <laughs> yeah. seen that movie. And but the, I know every guy's like, hey, that'd be great to have myself a silicone lady to bang one never. But let's think of the flip side of that. The ladies also get to have robotic men yeah. that well, don't go, oh, my back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. No. I've been working all day. Yeah. I'm just, oh, nope. Anyway. Yeah, but if our job was to be happy, if we got paid for being happy, everyone, the stressors could go away and that stuff would happen more often. Maybe the population would, I don't know. I don't I think don't it would work. I just, you don't think I don't it would work? I see that working. I don't know. I mean, it's not How something. How humans are wired. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean, I think people have it in them like, like to create. Right. So like you're saying, like the reason why it wouldn't work is because it takes our drive or work. Right. So but but I've kind of thought about that, too, because I talk myself in. And I mean, uh, oh, let me let me give this for example. Like if you're a cabinet maker and you absolutely love it, like A.I. doesn't get to do that in your life. Like you get to do that. Like you just get to do what you want to do. And if it's something that doesn't benefit anyone directly, you still get to do it. But if it's something like. If you're a plumber, you still get to do it. But then, like, there's no, like, revenue stream. And it's all, like, way down the road. I'm not saying you couldn't do this system in five years. It just wouldn't work. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that's kind of what I see humanity eventually doing is something like that. I mean, uh, it sounds scary right now just because it's so foreign. And and some of it still scares me, you know, the whole uh, plugging herself into the, the Internet. That's kind of scary. It's so hard. It's just so hard to imagine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, uh, I mean, if you could know everything there is on the internet, what's your first reaction to that? Like, if you if you knew everything on the internet, like, you could plug in something to your head. Yeah. What do you think? Dude, yeah, I know. I, I can't. Uh, I, I can't even comprehend. I mean, I can't even fathom that. You know what I mean? My first reaction was kind of probably similar to what yours is. It's like, that's incredibly scary. Are we going to need uh, people anymore? I mean, are we going to need any more interactions? I mean... No, we still... I. Th- I want to, I think I want to free up that to where that's all we have. Like we have human interaction. It's just too good. It's yeah. It's, it's like too good to be know, true. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's for like me, a John it, Lennon song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, it's like, if you knew everything on the internet, you could automatically like the facts would speak for themselves and the, in the miss, the, the things that were false, you would be able to actually say, well, that's false because I have, these million sources that say otherwise yeah and these hundred thousand say that we never land on the moon i'm deleting that or getting rid of it i don't know we've kind of talked about that a little bit before (laughs) that's kind of sad though because you know remember back in the day when you'd always know everyone knew that one guy that was full of shit that was like (laughs) yeah when seen uh the who play dallas 72 and then you'd automatically you would go to your google and be like they didn't play in dallas in 1972 it's like damn it yeah i just think we have to be careful with uh your i mean i'm i'm not so much on this side as it makes it sound a lot of the stuff i'm throwing out there is kind of devil's advocate type stuff i mean a lot of this stuff scares me too right but uh you know i just think that if humanity is careful we can use all this advancement and it could free things up for people that wouldn't was never possible before sounds good (laughs) it all depends on how much faith do you have in humanity 
It sure. seems like because on some days I'm like people are just a bunch of turds. Yeah. yeah. And if you have if you leave any man to his own devices, he's just going to de-evolve back into a monkey. Well, yeah, because it's easier. I mean, like stuff you've been saying at the beginning of the podcast, it's just like the easier path, and that's not the best. Right. That's not a lot of times. That's n- not the best. I mean, you should challenge yourself. And that's what I try to. Uh, we're all fathers. Try to teach our children. Sure. You know, for that's sure. What I want to pass on. Yeah. Is to think that way and. And just to, just to um, the little things like a day in the park, swinging on swing set. I mean, that's so important that that twenty years ago I would never thought that that was a very important day. It's like, oh, well, we're just out of the park, no big deal. But it's like, man, I was with my dad. No, oh, dude, you know. Or yeah. on that flip side, you know, not having that and thinking, you know, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But yeah, and it's like you hit a nerve there because like with Cody and I, we've both lost our fathers, right. and so yeah, you. Any memory that you can, yeah, have, that you remember, you cling to that much more. You know, I mean, I remember being a little kid just riding next to my dad on the seat of the truck when I was too short to even see over the dash, you know, and he wore blue overalls. And I would just like, you know, I would just kind of lean over and I remember the overalls. I remember the smell, you know, he used he used Old Spice. I remember the smell. It's like you just hang on to that stuff like crazy. Yeah. It's totally crazy. Okay, I'm not going to go into the. We're not going to do any <laughs> waterworks or anything. Well, so at, let's move on. Well, like um, we can we can kind of change just a little bit. I mean, look at look at all the toys in here. And I, mean, I I think about that a lot. It's like I just remember unboxing like you know a He Man that was had special edition Thunder Punch or something. Oh yeah. It's like you know, and I could just for hours like you know put them in little scenarios you know and, and all day man yeah. yeah i remember being i think six or seven the batmobile oh <laughs> tim burton's batmobile yeah. and it was just it i mean it filled my day yeah the joy yeah just being you know woo, through yeah. the house and getting the joker dude yeah yeah and yeah we, we've talked about it before i had a, a bag that i would just throw a bunch of gi joes and stuff in and all these different and and I would go out in front of my house. There was a part of the road that was probably a four or five foot tall was was carved out where it was like kind of tree roots and like a little cliff. And anyway, all those little tree roots and all the little divots in the cliff. I had like GI Joe set. Up. I would yeah. be out there all day yeah. on a Saturday. Yeah, like I had, this was the big battle. Like mom, I'm not going to be back till dark because there's a big battle yeah. going on. Wish me luck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come back a different man. Yeah, man. And man, it's a bummer because I maybe. I, Why with, do we lose that? Why do we lose isn't that? Isn't that sad? Society, I think society kicks it out. So like if I went outside and set up like that today and started playing with G.I. Joe's, I was like, hey, there's a 42 year old guy here. <laughs> I mean, it's just like we're we're whipped into a lane and I hate it right. that we're. And, and it's like we society makes us lose the interest in it and it, and it doesn't let us have it back. But I think it, a little bit of it's, it's like evolution and the way humans are, you know, um, you should be more serious because you now have people to take care of and people responsibilities. That, yeah. 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 But wouldn't you, wouldn't you like to go back and see there was a last time, there was a last time that all three of us ever sat down and played with hot wheels. Yeah. There was a last and then we, when we got up and walked away, that was it, and we didn't know it. But that's so that's kind of depressing to know that. But uh, yeah, that it's just crazy. It, it is sad that you lose that. But like it, like you said, I don't think it comes back a little bit when you have kids. Yeah, that, I'll watch that's my what I watch my daughter, and I'm like, it brings back something. Yeah, like, can I play with you? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Dad. No, <laughs> get out of my room. <laughs> so hey, speaking of, I want I wanted to share this story. If I don't share it now, I'll forget it. But this is just funny. 
Uh, I went to eat lunch with my daughter at school today. She's 14, so I take her subway. Uh, you have to show your ID, and you run your ID through this little computer scanner thing, and it scans that against, it scans your picture against all known, like, sex offenders and all this, and if you match any of those, it'll throw up a flag. So it, you didn't get to eat with her. It, <laughs> it threw up a flag. Uh-oh. It threw up a flag. Deet, deet. And the and the Ted the, Kaczynski. The secretary, <laughs> dude, not even close. The secretary lady goes, it flagged you. And I was like, what? And so she's like, <laughs> oh, and then she starts laughing. Oh, my. And, and I go, what? She goes, look. And she spun the monitor around. It was like a 22 to 23-year-old black man with a shaved head named Jerome something. The only thing he had in common with me was he had a beard, but a very short beard. She's like, it said this is you. And I was like, well, can I go eat with my daughter now? Because that's not me. And she's like, of course you can. No, Jerome. You can't. (laughs) Nice try, Jerome. How'd you get that white skin? Your disguise will not. Yeah. It's not going to work this time. Not today. Yeah. (laughs) AI in that case needs to be. Fixed a little bit. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. I like this. That's pretty no. That's cool. yeah. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, it gets. Uh, it's a little more accurate most of the time. Because what yeah, if, Jerome, if so. Jerome really comes in, is it not going <laughs> to? What happens when Jerome shows oh, well, up? My daughter. <laughs> oh, that's Joe Hall. Cleared him yesterday. Let him in. Yeah, let him on in. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, that's crazy. We don't. We don't have that system yet. That sounds kind of cool though. Yeah, but I, I was scared of teenagers when I was a teenager, and I'm still scared of teenagers. Yeah. I was in a room, I was, was in a cafeteria weird? full of, oh, they're all crazy. Yeah. I mean, it was just crazy. But you know what? My daughter is not ashamed of me. So I was, I went. Oh, that's cool. She was introduced. Like, I walked in. She's like, hey, he's my dad. Hey, he's my dad. You know, like, Kaylee, Kaylee, this is my dad. So, that's so, cool. hey, he's my dad came to, and I was mm-hmm. like, wow. She's like, yeah. I always figured by the time she was 14, 15, she'd be like ashamed of me. And, mm-hmm. and so, anyway, as we're in there eating, the uh, one of the teachers gets on the loudspeaker like three times. Apparently, there's just a real problem with kids stealing crackers. <laughs> she gets on the loudspeaker and she's like, "Each child gets four packages of crackers, no more." <laughs> so then, like two or three minutes later, boop, she gets back on. That's not four packages per hand. Not funny. <laughs> this happened. Four packages per child. You know. She gets up there like one more time and makes a, a cracker announcement. So anyway, after that third time, uh, I'm sitting there with all my with my daughter and all her friends, and I'm like, I'm gonna come eat lunch with you again tomorrow, Lexi, <laughs> and I'm gonna bring ten boxes of crackers, and I'm just gonna make it rain crackers in here. I'm gonna be the most popular dad ever. And anyway, they all laughed and thought it was funny. I don't want to be a know it all on on that case, but I, I used to do stuff like that until I read a book called Shifting the Monkey, and it's by a former educator. You're and not supposed to do that. You can go blind. Yeah, you know? yeah. That whenever I read the title, I was like, "Whoa, that's a weird title." <laughs> but what's this book about? Can I, I Chapter wanna, two: Switching hands. I want to no. comment on that just a little bit, just a little bit, because I learned. I've learned so much. Uh, that the reason why that that person did that. I hope they're not listening because they'd be like, "Oh, he's cold." No, it? she's a fine lady. She's yeah. fine. But she she did that out of fear. Because here's the thing: like, you need to find who did that. And you needed to go to those kids instead of all of a sudden you've made everyone in that room guilty uh, and you've addressed everyone as a crowd. And in the book, it says when you address a whole crowd, people think, oh, they're brave because they're addressing an entire crowd. But they're not because they should go to the people that cause the problem. And they said principals do that. They have a faculty meeting and they get all their teachers in there. It's like, okay, 
here's the new rule. We can't park in the three parking spots next to the building. Those are for visitors only, okay? so And he's really only talking to Karen. Yeah, so what's more efficient? Right? Having a staff meeting at the end of the day, everyone has to stay for five minutes so you can tell everyone that. Or why not go to that cl- teacher's classroom? And, you know, it's like t- being able to talk in front of everyone's not. Well, why don't we do that with it? That's at work, that, too. You, that's oh, right. I got a problem with you, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to go to the boss so he can tell you. And then that's going to, you know. <laughs> that's right. If you yeah. got a problem with me, come tell me. Yeah, I saw, that's, you know. and he just, go, example after example in that book about that. And it's like, it's it's something I never would have thought of before. It's like, man, that's a pretty brave principle to be able to tell everyone that. Not like, really. no, no. No, you know that the equivalent of that is back to, I remember my days being on social media when someone was totally talking to someone, but not really. It's like, I love it how when some people say they're going to do this and then don't. It's like, you obviously have a problem with yeah. a specific person. Come out and say it. Just yeah. tell that person. They're You're doing, doing that, this passive aggressive bullshit. Yeah. They're doing that because if they get called out, if that person comes back and comments and says, you know, oh, you're a big jerk for doing that. They'll have a friend that'll say, well, you shouldn't have done that to them. You know, they'll yeah. get they'll get their bandwagon people on. So it's kind of it's kind of a funny like behavior thing, because I used to do it, too. I'd be like, everyone is staying five minutes late after class. And it was like my first year teaching. I was like, and, you know, a lot of times I wasn't very nice because like everyone because I'm taking my time back. But really. In any unruly classroom, and a lot of teachers that have taught for a long time will tell you this, it's like maybe three kids, maybe four, maybe five, and you that's the you you if you address those kids, you don't take everyone and make them stay five minutes late because of five kids. That's twenty five kids that got something for nothing. My uh, buddy in the Marines would probably love to hear that because one person screw up, you all screw yeah. up. Like, that oh, is yeah, that's how they do it, huh? Oh well, some that- donut. Yeah, I'm gonna pay for it. <laughs> that's why that one poor bastard got beat with uh, yeah. bars of soap and uh, pillowcases. Oh man, <laughs> look what happened. Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of that's probably like team building, like a team mentality type of thing. But yeah, for sure, I, I see that a lot, and I try not to do that. A it's team crazy. is only as strong as its weakest member. That's right. Chain's only as strong as its weakest, weakest link. link. There you yeah. go, baby. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, and I wanna, I, I'm gonna read one random quote. All right. You Sometimes remember. life does not give us everything that we want, but that, but then that was life is all about. You can't have happiness all the time, and neither can you have sadness all the time, but you can create a symphony out of the sad, happiness and the sadness. Ah, oh, that's awesome. I didn't read that good at all. but <laughs> No, no. I, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I was thinking about something similar, though. They kind of like that. It was like even, even the worst thing that's ever happened to you, that's like your life, and you're alive to experience that. So, And, and you mentioned that kind of stuff earlier embracing that in your gym whenever you're working out um if you just don't ever acknowledge it you know you're that's mm-hmm. not good and there's something else i think it was gandhi really eating ain't cheating it was really <laughs> i just wanted that's that's know, right prolific seven to eight meals <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus god you got any more rhyming quotes i like the rhyming quotes yeah so what else joe are we still going we're still going. I didn't stop it. Oh, you didn't stop it. We're just going to be <laughs> Jeez, real. With what that. else did I say? Keep going. Uh, no, we're good. I'm Should good. we cut that part out? No, we shouldn't. And we're not even uh. going to cut that part of you wanting to cut it out. <laughs> I we're just leave that in too. No, I didn't. All I did is took down that. Took down that part. Will the fine folks at home be able to hear the music that came in? No, it? I'll get. I'll get rid of that. I'll see, it's going to sound extra well, dumb. So I'll make it. I'll make it come in for a minute and I'll fade it out. <laughs> But not so loud. Cody usually doesn't just go straight to shit sure. like this. <laughs> I get the hint. Cody's like, this is kind of... Get out. out. 
We like to start out really professional, but then it can go off the rails later. This is Bush if, League. <laughs> if you're still with us. You know? I, I do like how you did that. Cody told me uh, yesterday that, uh, which I don't blame you. I didn't take any offense to it because, you know, I, was it Haley that said, what are these are these what do these guys do like you know and you needed to know if we were legit or not right. so uh i think it's cool that you listened to a couple episodes and actually you obviously thought we were okay because you're here very professional except for just boy the- was i wrong <laughs> i'm never doing this again <laughs> we take it seriously but we're not serious yeah. it, it, no, that's it's really kind of the way really i like look it. at it cool yeah i really like it yeah well, hey, man, let's do this again. Yeah, Absolutely. we need to for sure. It doesn't have you don't have to win to come back. You could. I you, will. Though. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you can you, you could come back before you even come. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Sounds and, great. I love it. And if it. you win, that's even better. Yeah. yeah. So we'll definitely have him back after September as Arkansas' strongest man. And you, do you get and possibly to, before then? Uh, is there a certain shirt that you wear during this? Competition? I don't wear a shirt. Oh, you don't wear one. Shorts and. Uh, Bare chest and shoes oh. and that's See, it. because there I was go. thinking he could have a Donna Mantis shirt on. If you give me a tank top, I definitely could. If you want to sponsor me. Hey. Hey. I can get you a tank top. Yeah. I got a guy. I'll get you I'll, one. Yeah. <laughs> I got a guy in the my cousin Murray in the valley. I'll get you all the tank tops you need. Forget about I know. it. It's, it's funny that there's like a thousand websites that do t-shirts and then businesses is like, I know a guy. It's like, I'm the only one that can get a t-shirt made. Like. I know a guy. His name is customink.com. <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys, how many episodes have you had? Oh, what is it? Uh, sixty. This is 64. Wow. But it's not It's not a fair number because we have a whole, whole other season called Where on Earth Is. We did Strictly True Crime, and we did 12 oh, episodes right. of that. It's actually 76. Yeah. All together. Yeah. Um, we just kind of changed the format because um, here's, here's what done it for me. Joey... Joe and he he does a great job by the way when he researches these cases and stuff. But one day he brings in this little case called the Velisca Axe Murderers. Oh yeah, uh, or murders. And and it, we we're usually pretty lighthearted and we like joke back and forth. This is just like he's reading. He's like, I'm going to go into the details of what this crime scene looked like. And so oh, go ahead, Joe. And he sits there and I'm just like. I could say nothing. Like I I got no quips. I can't mm-hmm. I can't be funny. And it's like. It was, I mean, it was a great episode. If somebody likes grisly true crimes, I, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I eat it but we, we just kind of got towards Too like, heavy. yeah. And also it's like, just like we're only stuck to one topic. It was know? a mood killer. Cause I'm, I'm like reading going <laughs> skull fragments, skull fragments were found 27 feet from the body and blood brain tissue. And yeah, there's not much was... to joke about that. Really, right? <laughs> After that sense, I look up and Ivan's just like, uh, so let me ask you too. It What's your end goal to this? I mean, could you get big syndication? Is that what you, if I mean, could you catch fire and oof. Yeah. So talk about the last podcast on the left guys. Cause we like those guys a lot. Like I've kind of their story. Yeah. yeah. They are my muse. <laughs> I love those guys. I think they're just fantastic and hilarious and, and brilliant and so funny. And Marcus Parks does most of their, research and he's so eloquent and the way he writes so well and they're just they're like the pinnacle i just think those guys are awesome and talk about kind of because you know more about them than i do like kind of how they caught fire yeah i mean oh here's one thing any podcast that i've seen unless you're will ferrell unless you're some famous person that's like i want to start a podcast the ron burgundy podcast. yes <laughs> before they even have it's their first good. episode yeah, up they have seven hundred thousand followers but i'm talking about grassroots people that are kind of nobodies getting it off the ground it's eight, nine, ten years before you're wow. really significant. Almost, so it's almost like lifting. I mean, <laughs> wow. It's yeah. a, it really is. Yeah. It's a long goal. So you know what? We have 
and that's what sucks. The analytics on this stuff, we really have no idea how much, how many subscribers we have, how many plays we have. We know that on SoundCloud we have we're pushing ten thousand plays. Well, if you get so many, do you start getting paid? <clears throat> well, so here's the way it works. So yeah. you once you get yeah like a certain number, but you know what? It's it's kind of like. Even if you get into the hundred thousand range, I don't think you're making much at all. I mean, you're you're into millions before you actually can quit your job and and just do this for a living. So, like the guy, the last podcast on the left and stuff, they don't want you to know. Are those guys making cha-ching? I think so. I think they are because that's think, all they do. Yeah, okay. that's that's their to day me. Job. To me, my guess is, and somebody else might know and messages if you do, because I'd like to. I've always wanted to know. Uh, and I'm I'm sure I could spend some time researching it, but I just haven't taken the time to do it. But I think like the the metric is are is that the only thing you're doing? If it is, you're probably doing okay. Um, but if you're doing this at night, kind of like we are, we're just you know kind of doing it for fun and hoping it ever it takes off. Yeah. But know? we're not doing it on the you know just be just with the hopes that it will take off. We've talked about this before too. Uh, I I just think it's fun. It's an excuse for us to hang out one night a week. And it's an excuse for me to talk about cool things. Like, and it gives you something to look forward to. Sure. Right. Yeah. I look, yeah. Every week I look forward Everybody to Everybody needs something like that. Yeah. Like, need it. tomorrow, it's so funny because I know Ivan will upload this tomorrow. And my phone my phone notifies me when it uploads. But I still, I look at my phone. Like, every 30 minutes. I just can't wait yeah. to listen to it. I'm just. Man, it's, I, the, it's crazy how much it is, like, lifting. Because, is it 4 o'clock yet? Can I go? <laughs> and it's every day, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, one thing that I think, if anything else comes out of this, even if nobody really ever listens, and me and Ivan do it for a few years and then don't, one thing that's super cool is when when I die, uh, my daughter, my daughters, their kids. If anybody wants to know about, like, they'll have hundreds of hours of me talking. I wish I had something like that with my father. See, that's great. I've said the same thing. Yeah. I I would kill to have yeah. if someone's like, oh, dude, I just found. 500 hours of your dad just talking about shit i'd be like oh my god and you just sit there and listen it'd be it'd take you back yeah so you know and not not I to could say see, i could see falling asleep to it you know like oh, you oh let, yeah let your, listen to your dad or a bad day or anything yeah. you know listen to it with your kids this yeah. was your grandfather you know you never got to meet him and not, okay. not that it's all prolific. I mean, most of it is fart <laughs> jokes and talking about murders. But, but anything's better than nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, because especially now, episode 64, uh, if you go back to episode one of Where on Earth Is, I mean, it, it was, uh, we weren't ourselves. It was awkward. We, we constantly thought about this recording. And it took 12, 15 episodes to where we were actually, I, where I actually felt like I was just kind of talking like I normally would if we were sitting around a campfire. That's, that's when it gets really fun. Your first few episodes won't be fun. It's the same thing with the gym. The first week, you're that new guy. What am I doing? You yeah. know, it, that's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I I'm, understand I'm sure you on of, that level. I'm sure a lot of things that you're passionate about, if we could, you know, talk to, you know, 50 different people, they could find commonalities in that. Yeah. And that that tells me you're doing it right. You found the thing that you want to do, and you're doing it, and you and you love it, and you keep going with it. I mean, that's that's awesome. I, I think that's what, you know, we, we, we talked about earlier. You asked, you know, What's it about? What's life all about? I mean, I really think it's just finding those passions that 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 make you want to get up in the morning and make Drive you want to spring up in the morning, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, that's awesome. Well, here, sure. speaking of that, your life will never have meaning if you don't have a goal or a purpose. Sure. So that right there. I think people that are, like, curmudgeon or angry or 
I think most people like that, their problem is they don't really have, they're not working towards anything. They don't feel like they're useful. I'll tell you a huge thing. My life has changed so much in the past year and a half. You go back to, let's say, go back to two years ago. It was just my wife and I here. We got my daughter on the weekends. 90% of the time, you, uh, I'm I'm at work by myself all day. I get home. I'm here three hours before my wife gets here. I'm, I was alone at that point all day. I would see my wife a couple hours at night. Then we go to bed. I just really didn't feel like I had a purpose. I, you know, I would, I remember coming home from work and just sitting in there like, what do I, the uh, hell yeah. do I didn't, I'm yeah, see, milling around. That's not, li- that's not like you. I mean, so just yeah. within the past two years, we have the two year old now. Uh, we, my daughter is here with us full time. I've got this podcast. I've, I, there's so much more things to make. Like I've got a, and I look at it differently too. And I hate to say this, but I was a late bloomer. Like I really didn't mature and become a, a, a just a good person, a, a mature man until just a couple years ago. You know, three years that was really. And now I look at it as like I, I got a family, man. You know, which I did before. I, I've never not worked. I've never not taken care of my family. But I'm just trying to. It's hard to explain, but I have a whole new sense of it now. And I feel like I have a purpose, and I yeah. know that I need a purpose. So, Well, don't hate to say that because some people, sadly, I hate to say this about them, but some people could never really say that. Some people could say, I never found it. And you, you know, found and they yours. Could, they, could say it on their, they could say it on their deathbed. I mean, I, I hope no one would ever be there, mm-hmm. but you know there has to be someone, as many people as there are around. And I feel, I feel this kindred spirit with, the two, with our two-year-old that we're raising because she is me. Back when I was, uh, you know, uh, she is a, a kid being raised by other family members and, you know, came, well, I'm not getting any specifics, but anyway. Um, and so, yeah, man. That, so that's, I have this super strong, like I'm, I will catch a bullet for that. I will do anything because I don't know. I just feel like this really close. Like I look at her and I see me yeah. 38 years ago, 37 years ago. So uh, that's a hell of a lot more purpose. My daughter, my 14 year old, uh, I, I want to make the most of what I have with her for just the last few years until she leaves the nest that's coming up. And, uh, anyway, you, you guys know what I'm talking about because we're all, we're all fathers and stuff. Well, let me ask you this. So I don't know if you, if you've searched and looked around, but is there at this time, any podcast that you know of where people talk about things like strong man and how to prepare for and things like that? There is a man, uh, stand something and he has on, strong men and bodybuilders and just athletics and okay i'll listen i'll chime in okay. once in a while to listen to it get it kind of just a feel of it but, uh, well i was just gonna say you're so well spoken and, and you're so passionate about it i mean i think if you ever thought about doing a podcast i mean that that seems like i mean go, I, know, I know you don't have the time i mean obviously you because you've kind of given us given us your like your day-to-day mm-hmm. but i'm just saying i mean uh that might be a good retirement kind of thing and yeah for find sure people can get them on and yeah, you get the whole because my road's completely different than everybody else's. Sure, get there. So yeah, it's it's cool to like you said in the beginning. We all our travels in this world and how we get there and the journey, man. Yeah, it is. It is very cool. So around here, you you meet a lot. of Where are you originally from? Uh, I was born in uh, Washington, original, but I grew up in Madison County in St. Paul. Okay, as okay. A poor, poor boy, but I didn't know any different. And that's know. like a pretty. I mean, some of that area is pretty poor. And yeah, wooded. My uh, yeah, grandfather was a lumberjack, and we. I mean, I loved it. Ran around oh, as a little boy, did. just yeah, but, uh, yeah. Uh, and then 
my mom married who I call my father. I didn't really know my real father. When I was six, we moved to West Fork. Okay. And yeah. then uh, pretty much all there. Now I live in Lincoln. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Because so, yeah. I was just going to say, like, if you if you get to talking to people like I before I'd have never really like I I'm I've always been pretty good at talking to people but I've never until the last few years got to where you get to the point where you're like where are you originally from like stuff like that like mm-hmm. just surface conversation the weather's pretty nice oh yeah like that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't mean stuff right you know that doesn't mean anything but You're working hard or hardly working yeah <laughs> I know so, but uh, you finally get to the point where you start talking to people it's like yeah we, we've lived here five years we moved out from California you know some of those stories are so interesting like yeah we just we you know we don't know anyone here and we we found this place where we could work and moved out here it's a all that stuff's really interesting to me. Ten years ago, I'd say, "Oh, that's stupid. I don't want. I don't care where mm-hmm. someone's from, really." But it's just their story, you know. Yeah. Like, their whole life has changed because they moved from California. Well, I knew, I knew having you on, Cody, would be would flow easily. For a, like I said, we'd barely. I, I think on our second conversation, I was like, "Yeah," and I was adopted at four, and I lost my dad too, and like that's pretty deep for a second mm-hmm. conversation. Um, but I got to say, we're like batting a hundred so far because. James, my uh, he's in my band. He's lead lead guitarist in my band. He was on a f- like a month or two ago, and it was great, super eloquent. Like, and and you have been the exact same way. Like, you would never know that you've never done a podcast before. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. This uh, like it kind of scares me in a way because eventually we're going to interview someone and it's going to be like awkward. We got eventually get there. It's got to happen sometime. I don't know with well, who. But... It doesn't knock on wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it probably won't. I mean, I think I think we're probably pretty decent at you know picking your picking guess. out of the park this time. This is a great episode for sure. Well, That's and awesome. I I knew it'd go good because I kept telling Cody. You know, Cody's like, well, you know, if this Ivan guy's anything like you, and I was like, he's literally exactly <laughs> like me. And you know, like if if you can't get along with one of us, something's wrong with you. It's like you were saying about your wife. If you can't get along with one of us, it's not us. I promise, because yeah. we're just like you know, we're we're yeah. Because I, I think you're a lot like me. It's like if if I can feel that someone's not happy in in my presence, it hits me hard. It's like oh, what did I say something? Did I say <laughs> something? They t- put yeah. it on you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I think don't you think everyone should be like that? To a certain degree, you're trying to be gracious and making people around It makes around me you. mad when they're not. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, I, I want people off. to feel, I want to walk away. It's like, hey, that's a cool, cool conversation. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to say I'm a cool guy, but it's like. And it always, you always get that one where it's like, man, that was off. And you yeah. kind of put it on you. And, yeah, you, you do. Know, like, what, you what do. was up with that? You ever, yeah. you ever bump into somebody where they're just not having it? Like, you're trying <laughs> with all, and they're just like, not having it. And you're like, well, I just got to throw up the white flag on that yeah. guy. Jesus. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you, that used to bug me, you know, and, and I've changed a lot over just the last couple of years, like two or three years. It used to bug me a lot when that happened, but I can eventually be like, okay, well, that's a them thing. They're going through something. Maybe if, maybe if they're close enough to me, I'll try to find out what that is and maybe I could help, right. you know? And I, I'd put off, like I told you, I, I'm a totally different person when I'm in the gym. And I'm sure there's been so many people, because if you ask me a question or can you help me with this and that, I'll, I'll stop what I'm doing. But if you... Hey, how was your day? I'm, uh, uh, you know, oh, yeah. I'm that guy. And what, well, what you a don't, dick. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Let's just, but that's not interesting though. Right. It's not you're like, how was your day? Like to me, that's such an ambiguous question. I mean, not that I'm going to be rude <laughs> when someone asks that, but it's such an ambiguous thing. You know, it's like, I don't know. There's not, it's not a, how can you get an inter- interesting answer? It's just something to it, it, just go go into the gas station tomorrow. Uh, do it in the morning when all the old men are in there having their coffee. It's just 
it's it's almost like I even said it before. We programmed know, into programmed. Us. It's yeah. just like oh now it's my turn to talk. Hey, you working hard or hardly working? Ah, beats <laughs> beats this or that. Fish biting? You know, how about that rain? It's like no one really gives a shit about anything. So why do we even say it? See, why? I well, I think I think it'd be better if we if we probably thought about it a little bit and said and went up and said, Hey, that's a seventy two. Where'd you get that? You know? Uh, I like that truck. It's like, oh, motor, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. well, Personal. you know, I, yeah. I got that from my dad. He gave that to me. And see, that starts a great conversation. You don't, you don't want to be too uh, honest like Jim Carrey and Liar Liar. How are you doing this morning? Uh, I'm a little upset over a bad sexual experience <laughs> yeah. I had last night. <laughs> well, still, that's still an interesting conversation. You're getting conversation. older. It's funny you said that because you, a uh, man we work with, can I say his name? I, sure. Uh, Granville. He's okay. an older gentleman. Yeah. And a very outspoken. Guy. Very first day I'm at work, I can tell he's sizing me up, looking me up and down. <laughs> And he looks at me and I, you know, looking at him and he goes, I got to ask you something. I go, yes, sir. He said, how'd you get so big and ugly? <laughs> <laughs> and after that, we just hit it off. Yeah, you know, it's like, awesome. dude, now that's a question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's I awesome. said, I get it from my mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's another guy. Granville's another guy. If you don't get along with him, there's something yeah. wrong with him. Yeah, I've met him before. He's a super nice guy. Yeah, he's yeah. great, man. And, and very entertaining. Like, yeah, just that kind of got that entertaining value. In I know life. how Cody got so you, you said it. You said it 50 times last night. Every time he was about to start, he'd go, everybody wants to be big, but nobody wants to lift these weights. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. And then he would. He said that like yeah. 10 times. That's awesome. That's your tagline. <laughs> yeah. I was laughing it up, man. And you were like really intense. He kept stacking weights on me, so I'm, tr- I'm benching at this one point. And uh, you're like, I remember you were like down in my face, one more, one more. And you almost made me lose it, though, because you were like, you look like a caveman. Because <laughs> I got this well, big beard. Man, Joey, he, he couldn't keep a shirt on. And he said, I got this oil. I, got I said, no, Joe, we don't need oil. <laughs> no, I got to take this selfie. <laughs> that sounds like an SNL skit. It, <laughs> like some trainer that yells out random things right. like that. You look like a caveman. <laughs> Let me tell you this, though. I mean, we can close on this or whatever you guys want to do. But um, Cody had me drink some protein powder, just like, you know. Oh, pre-workout. Pre-workout. Sorry. Yeah. Pre-workout. yeah. Uh, Go-go juice. Dude, that that had, I don't, that's the only thing different that I ate that day. And this morning, I don't know, is it, I don't know if this does this to you or am I maybe you're used to it by now. But, dude, I gassed up the car this morning. And I don't mean filling it up at the filling station no it doesn't do it to me do well maybe it's just my soft middle-aged body well it probably could, you got to process it for a while well, you so gotta think of what you worked yesterday everything you were breaking up everything I oh mean, yeah breaking day. down and turning into gas you really were okay so i borrow the car in the morning uh to take my kid to i take lexi to school i take the baby to daycare then i bring the car back jump in my work truck run and go to work mm-hmm. so anyway <laughs> My wife is driving to work. She texts me and she's like, dear God, I'm driving to work with the windows down and it's 37 and raining. She's like, what happened to you? What have you done? <laughs> Why? You need to go back to the doctor. I was just like, I don't know, babe, but something's not right. Cody did it. I'm, I'm, I guess I was detoxing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what we'll call it. It's Cody's fault. Oh. <laughs> Never again. So Never I always see again. that. I always see that jar of that uh, peanut butter powder, powder. I have butter. that. What do you What do you think about that? It It messes me up because if you take too much, it's gonna It's gonna mess with you. So take the dose. I'll tell everyone what, so it, what it's what a tablespoon. You, oh, do you just? I put it in a shake or something. Oh, if in I a don't shake because I love peanut butter and yeah. that's great for getting your energy or just bulking up a lot of peanut butter. But when you don't have the time, you can put it with milk, or water, and chug it. So down. does it? Does it have sugar in it? 
I think so. A little like bit. added, or, yes, but not like something crazy. No, not Dude, as much as real peanut butter. Right. Probably. Yeah, I didn't get to mix my pre workout. <laughs> he brings it out. Mm-hmm. He's like, so you're supposed to mix uh, however many ounces of this with Six water. To Ten ounces. That's what he said. But we don't do that because we're men. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so he just scoops this thing out. It's like the cinnamon challenge. He's like, pour it in the back of your throat, this powder, and then drink this water. So I throw it in the back of my uh, throat. I'm all like. <laughs> <laughs> powder coming out everywhere trying to force this down i'm like man the workout hasn't even started yet and i can't even yeah. anyway yeah the yeah. funny thing is did you tell them all that so i he we got cops in there because it's the prairie grove gym and yeah and there's one cop in there and everything but he takes it and i look at him and i said no that's illegal you can't tell no one you took that and you go really cody after i take <laughs> it like what did you just make me take <laughs> Yeah, what, the co- was the cop laughing and stuff? Yeah. Or, yeah. Mean, was, yeah, that's you were just messing with me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I wanted to that's see you out. See For a half a second, I was like, oh, what's going to happen? I want to go get my stomach pump. <laughs> that was powdered meth that you just took. <laughs> Pretty much is. I, I, you won't be sleeping for a few days, but that'll be okay. This is going to be a nine-hour workout. Next time, we're going to snort it. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. <laughs> Here's the razor blade. Oh. <laughs> too graphic. You got too real. Oh, so, yeah. So Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, man, that's a great. When episode. you when we both say so, yeah, that's it. So really? Now. Have you noticed that before? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. We all three said. So yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, thank you for listening, uh, Cody. Man, I can't thank you enough for taking a few extra hours out of your freaking crazy day and coming out here and, and talking to us. Thank you so much, man. Oh, thank yeah, you for having me. Awesome. I loved it. Yeah. Anytime you want me, I mean, we'll we'll have him back. We'll have you back. All right, man. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you guys next time. Episode sixty four.